player 2 has joined the game. Hey yo, what's up everybody and welcome back to the 2 Player Co-op Podcast. As always, I'm your host here, Kevin, along with my brother from my mother's show one. How are we doing? Fantastic. I'm wearing my maybe first place in the playoffs Giants sweatshirt, but probably not. Probably not the way the game is going so far. That's what I figured. That's fine. Uh, But if this is the first time you're seeing, hearing, or listening to us, this is the two-player co-op podcast where just about every week two brothers get together to tell you everything you need to know about in the world of video games. If you like that, make sure you like the video. Subscribe and share it with your friends, family, and everyone in betwixt. If you only listen to us on audio services, that's fine as well. Just make sure you leave a five-star review and make Dustin Star proud. If you really like us... You can go to patreon.com slash two-player co-op, just like our producers Steve Appleton, Aunt Sue, and Vernon Slayton did, as well as our affiliate, the homie James Solar. If you like merch, you can go to teespring.com slash stores slash two-player co-op. And that's it, because we don't do the other thing. I thought I deleted it, but it's just still there, so it's still there. I'm not going to say it, because we don't use it. Yep. Chip, It's 2000... 21 we're not out of this yet are we out of the woods yet we're not we're still in the woods um but until we get out of the woods please make sure you go ahead and wear your mask okay okay i wish i i I wonder when i first started doing this at least a few months ago yeah wear your mask don't be an idiot. We're getting there. Don't be an idiot. Think that if would an idiot do that thing and then do not do not do that. Thing. <laughs> don't not <laughs> no, 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 not don't do that thing. <clears throat> Baker did it better than I did. Uh, so yeah, wear your mask. Um, but like I said, we made it to 2021. James Solar is here. I feel like I said here weird. Sound good. Everything seemed normal. Okay, cool. Sweet. Thanks. We thought we were having some technical difficulties. James Oler came to the rescue to tell us we are not. Um, yeah, we made it to 2021. I don't know how, but we made it. Um, and we're excited for this year. We're excited to put 2020 behind us. We're also excited for a few little... It's nothing big, but we got a few things planned for 2021. Um, there's a couple big anniversaries coming up this year. One much bigger than the other, but... Uh, the first is this year's Zelda's 35th anniversary. And we are planning to play through Zelda 1, also known as The Legend of Zelda, and don't call it Zelda 3, The Legend of Zelda Link to the Past. Yes. We've done a lot of Mario Let's Plays on here. We've done a lot of Mario Mondays. Zelda Zundays. Zelda Zundays. We may do two days a week. It just depends how quickly we can knock these Zelda out. Zelda Zunday and Zelda Zen's Day. Get them edited and everything. I don't know what Sean's even saying at this point. <laughs> Um, so we're planning on doing that. Uh, there's really no others that I think are, would be fun to play through. Um, no, (laughs) two didn't get, if you're listening on audio services, he put up a two. We don't talk about two. Two's a good game. It's not. Um, but like Ocarina, I don't want to play it on N64 and I don't know how to capture off of a 3DS. Um, it'd be fun to do a link between worlds, but again, I don't know how to capture after off a 3DS. And then it's weird because we're just going to be looking down, not like, it just doesn't work that well. Um, but next year is also Metroid's 35th anniversary, so we are also planning on doing a playthrough of Super Metroid. Metroid Monday. And I was also, yes, that, one that at least works. 
I was also thinking maybe this year, since it is the 35th anniversary, maybe we'll finally be able to do some let play, let's plays, <laughs> let, let play. plays, let's plays of Metroid Prime Trilogy on Switch. If it doesn't happen on its 35th anniversary, it ain't happening. So when is that? This year. Like, but I mean, I don't like. Know. I know Zelda's like what March, April, July. Oh no, F- it's it was it came out in July in the U.S. in '87 because we talked about this with Adam and Nick on the Nerd Nano One podcast. Um, it it is earlier and it was earlier. I thought it was like March or April, yeah, February yeah. or March or something. Um, Metroid, I don't know. I assume it's the same. I'll look it up. Yeah, look it up. See if they both if they all came out. No, they wouldn't have because the NES launched in 85. Then that came in 86, came to the U.S. in 87. But irregardless, which is not a word um, of all that, we're planning on doing that. Um, It's easy to break up the Zelda Let's Plays because you just can go dungeon by dungeon with the fun in between. But I don't know how the best way to do Super Metroid is. I don't know how many bosses August 6th. August. So maybe that'll be later in the year. It was a Um, full year later here. Yeah. Wow, but can you think off the top of your head how many bosses are in like just when we how we would break it up the the series? Like Zelda's easy, you got dungeons. Metroid, yeah, we playing. Wait, which one? Super, not super. Regular. Okay, there's four main bosses. There's the oh, four. Is that really, it? there's yeah, because there's that statue with the four of them. Oh yeah. So okay. there's those four, but then there's also like some bosses that are basically bosses that they don't really count plus mother brain. Yeah. I'd say five or six bosses. Okay. Well, that would, that would suit perfectly. So we'll, we'll see. I mean, we, they will, we'll edit them down like we do, like we do, like we do. Um, so yeah, that's it for right now that we got planned for 2021. Uh, no date on <laughs> that's when it. Start. That's it. We're done. <laughs> no our goals for the year. Um, so we'll see. Uh, I don't know. Like I said, I don't know when they'll start. They'll start relatively soon. We just got to get back because I, I want to do more Let's Plays. Uh, Solar was helping us out for a while doing the the Sunshine videos, and I enjoyed that because he's a savant at that game, as I've said many times. Um, I just miss us doing Let's Plays, and I think in 2021 I would like to get us back to doing more. Um, so that's one way to do it. And our our bread and butter is the old stuff. It just is, and um. I don't know. Maybe we should do a Demon Souls Let's Play of me. The funny thing is, though, playing beautiful PS5 games on that little <laughs> 1080p TV doesn't really translate. Yeah. But yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, that's you said that's all we're doing this year. Do you have any resolutions? Gaming-wise? I think I want to get to 75 Platinum. So I made it to 19. I was trying to think if there's a way I could get to 20. But I got to 19... Oh, I can't remember ways, if it was New Year's me. Eve or New Year's Eve <clears throat> Eve. I'm like, I wonder if there's a way that I can get to 20. You could sign in on my Vita and do uh, the first game on my Vita. Mm. So I'm at 19 right now. I think I got like 13 this year. You had or a 14. Year. You or no, I had 14, year. 13 or 14. When I was at 17, I had gotten 13 or maybe 14 this year. So I ended up all with, you had was like Oceanhorn, Batman. What was the other Spider-Man. one? Spider-Man. The original Spider-Man, yeah. Uh, yeah, that may have been it. Um, So 19, maybe 40? I don't know. That's a lot. Because a lot of these games, <clears throat> these Platinums are killing me, most of them. Well, the ones you're choosing, yes. You could get to 40, really. I just realized my... 
My hoodie is all cattywampus. <laughs> it's going to bug me. Um, I mean, I'll throw it out there. I'll shoot for 40 this year. I, would like I mean, to get, to get 240, so 21 more. I would like to get 75. I mean, I could definitely do it. I got to go back and do Miles, maybe Ghost, maybe The Last of Us, because you can do the, the cheats and stuff, yeah. so that's cool. Um, then I got to go back. I would do Senua's Sacrifice, Senwa, Harvey Sight, I forget. Um Tales from the Borderlands. I just have see. To I don't think I really have other than games that I'm currently playing, which is Ghost, and I already know Uncharted isn't going to happen. No, I don't really have any other. Maybe The Last of Us. I just don't. I have no desire to go back and platinum yeah. that. I don't really have any that I've started that I'm like, I can just go back and go ahead and finish them up. I did all those in December. Yeah. So I don't know. Twenty one could be tough. But other than that, I just. I don't know that I really have any resolutions. Uh, one of mine that we did last year, I think I said I was going to play Gears of War. I never even... I think I said I was going to play the whole series. I never even played <laughs> one second of it. So I don't know what I was thinking. Um, yeah. I don't know. I mean, that's all I can think of. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's got more Sunshine videos coming. Oh, okay. What? Uh, which order should we do this in? I don't really need to talk about what I've been playing. Oh, I can't. I, I can't. I, can, I, can, I, can I, can, I did a little bit more Call of Duty. I did go online for a couple matches. I just do domination, you know, the capture the flag thing, because that's the only thing that's fun to me. I got some kills. I got a lot of deaths, but I did get some kills. But I realize I'm pretty good with a shotgun, which when I told that to my kids, they were like, What's up with that what, thing? What's wrong with you? What? Shotgun. Bang. What's up with that thing? <laughs> Um, and I played a little uh, bit more of the campaign. I haven't beaten it yet. I've been hooked on another game, which is Demon Souls, and I just freaking love it. Um, but I can save that for the for the top ten. Um, Sean, what have you played this week? You alluded to it, and you didn't even you didn't even really talk about it. Um, I got two more platinums. Mm-hmm. Uh, I completed. The epic saga of My Name is Mayo 1 and 2. Um, both more or less what I expected. I'm <laughs> glad before I wasted too much time that I realized in 1 and 2 for that matter, but that you had to keep changing the story. I, I thought it was just, the, I thought it was just one, tap. Time, just, yeah. you just You literally just tap until yeah. you get it. So luckily, I only wasted. You tap to a certain a point, and then once something else unlocks, you go to that and tap. Yeah, away. yeah. Um, it was fine. It was both of them together took me probably an hour and a half, mm-hmm. something like that. I don't know. It's I'm not proud of it. Um, when he sent me a screenshot of his <laughs> PSN purchase, I just did the Jack Nicholson. Thing. Yeah, <laughs> it is what it is. Um, I'm not proud of it. Um, other than that, I've been playing pretty much just Ghost with a little bit of what you've been playing as well. Yeah, Sean helped me out with some co-op on some bosses and Demon Souls. Um, I love that game. That Flame Lurker boss, I don't know how anybody he beats sucks. that thing. He's horrible. Um, we died one time in co-op, and we had him down to literally a sliver. And then Sean was like taking some age spice to get his magic back. And I was trying to heal at, as the dude had me in a corner. I was just like, 
And I looked at his life bar and he literally had a sliver left. And it was just like, oh my God, you've got, you've got to be kidding me. Um, but I am glad you played Hello, My Name is Mayo, or whatever the hell the name of the game is. My name is Mayo. I don't know why I always put a hello on it. Hello. Hello. My name hello. is Mayo. How are you? Jerry. Um, but what do you think of Ghost? I'm liking it a lot. Um, I did finish Act 1. I literally just had to walk down well, the hill yeah. and then Act 2. I haven't even started Act 2. I just went back to 1 and just started killing all the you know the, the Mongol territories yeah. and whatnot. Um it's a lot of fun. I have no idea how much time I've put into it yet, but um, I feel, and again, I haven't looked at the Platinum. With this kind of game, I'm guessing it's basically do, do and get everything. And so that's kind of what somebody, I'm doing. Like one of them is like, kill somebody by kicking them off a cliff. Like little things like that. I did that, find out that when you're in, I think it's the spear, whatever that's called, the spear stance. Dance. If you hold triangle, he does like a super kick and oh, it just does. like sends him. He like charges it up. He's like, hmm. and they just, Wee! oh, it is flying. a sidekick though. That's yeah. awesome. So if you literally have to kick somebody off the cliff, I guess that's the way to do it. Okay. Sweet. But it's a lot of fun. I'm enjoying it. Good. No more Uncharted? Uh, no, not in. Hmm. I don't think I've played it since I was waiting for Ghost to install and download and whatever i think that was the last i played it oh i did actually install i guess because i got it digitally i was able to install the ps4 version of phoenix i was like oh maybe i can just load up my old save and pop a new no they no, don't auto <laughs> did you try no i just um, assumed it doesn't no some people online were saying some most of the trophies pop, but some story ones didn't. I didn't have anything pop, so I just deleted the PS4 version. I deleted it from my trophy list because I didn't earn any trophies, so I could get rid of it because that would just drive me nuts. If it's like, Phoenix is zero, are you kidding me? Yeah. So I got rid of it. Um, but some people are hoping they'll patch it in because I noticed that also on Watch Dogs, nothing. I had like five trophies on the PS4 version, but once I finally played the PS5, nothing popped. And if I go to my trophies, it shows I've got zero trophies for the PS5 version. I'm like, well. Oh. Damn. So I tried to cheese a platinum and it did not work like Spider-Man Remastered did. Um, yeah, that's really all I've been playing. You said that's all you've been playing. That is it. There is no news this week because it's a very slow news week. And that's good. But we just had, did have two items here in the wrap up. So we'll just call this the wrap up. I mean, it's always called the wrap up. What am I saying? Um it's being reported that the PS5 shipped in its first four weeks of life 3.4 million consoles. And since they sold everything, whether it's to scalpers or not, that means they sold 3.4 million in four weeks. It's pretty good. Not too shabby. Um, Do and we know like what PS4 did in the same? I can't remember, but all their they were saying the all their uh, what's the word? All their forecasting was saying they thought it would sell more in the first year. The first fiscal in, inside the first fiscal year, they project the PS5 to outsell the PS4. It's going to be tough when y'all ain't making any. Yeah. And the only way you can get one of these is to sign up for <laughs> alerts from Wario and just hope you see it right when it happens. I did actually. He popped up and said, "Oh, the digital version's on Amazon." I was like, let me just try to click. Got it to the cart, and I was like, "No, I don't want to do that. I'm not going to do that." Because I almost, I did almost think about just getting one and giving it to the boys, but 
they don't they don't they've got a billion Xbox games, so they don't need it. Yeah, they're fine. Um, and it pro- probably when I would have tried to check out, it would have just aired out. I assume, anyways. But I did get it into my cart on Amazon, and I thought about it, and I was like, no, I'm not that kind of person. So, um, <laughs> to give the PlayStation to your kids, I'm also that. <laughs> Uh, also the PS plus games were announced for January. Now I had said last week that I thought Xbox was going to win. I don't think they did. I don't think they did. Um, so now PS plus for January man eater only on PS five. So the PS five version of man eater where you play as a shark and you eat men. I'm probably going to play just because it looks so absolutely stupid. Yeah. Um, shadow of the tomb Raider. Not going to play it, but I know it's a good game. And Greedfall, cool little action RPG that was, I think, pretty well received. Are you See, I wasn't sure. Games? I wasn't sure what that one was, but yeah. now I'm interested when they get to. So now I think I do think that PS One, <laughs> PS One, PlayStation One, the free games this month. I think so. I'm interested now. So it seems like they're going to give a PS Five game every month, but they've already announced. I guess they'll just re-announce that it's Destruction All-Stars for February for, plus yeah. two PS4 games. So at least we're getting three games now instead of only two. Um, I still think it's crazy that they never threw in a PSVR game. Yeah, that's true. That boggles my mind. I'm like, you want people, you want this thing to be a success. You want people to get it. Just give them a free game. There's enough games. I really them. like my VR. Yeah. Other than the games I got for it. And the games that I already had that have VR support, I I have not paid for a single VR game. Yeah, I got Moss and Astro with it. I played. I, I won't even say most. Some of Resident Evil Seven, which I already had. Oh, there you and go. And some like demos, like Iron Man and stuff. That's yeah. it. I love it. I just never, oh, you never bought, bought a game. The Arkham one. No, but did, I was, was there close to buying Super Hot once I realized oh, yeah. I had the the want the yeah. Whatever those things are called, moves. but I never did. I don't know. Hmm. And now I'm just like, uh, now I'd have to hook it all back up. So who knows when I'll even play it again and whatever. Uh, James Solar writes in and says that he played Man Eater on Xbox One. It's lots of fun. You can probably get the platinum in around ten hours. Ding. I like that. My problem probably be my first one this year. I'm I'm hooked on another game right now, but that game is Demon Souls. I don't know why I keep acting like I'm not. <laughs> Why do I keep touching? Get out of here, mouse. I don't need you. I hope I didn't just turn something off. No. Good? Good. All right, Sean. It is time for our top 10 games of 2020. The year we would all like to forget, but for today, we will remember it. Fondly. Well, not really. Yeah, the year in games. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but first, before we get to that, we asked for some listener submissions and we did get some. Thank you guys and gals so much for writing in. Ooh, it's a lady. <laughs> it's a lady. Uh, first submission comes from Steve Appleton. Hey guys, hope you both had a great holiday season, all things considered, and wishing you in every personal and professional success in 2021. In previous years, it's been a struggle choosing what makes the cut in my top 10 list, but this year I found myself playing a lot of older titles, which has made even compiling a top five list difficult. That said, for me, there's one title that stood head and shoulders above the other offerings in 2020, and it is undeniably my game of the year, The Last of Us Part Two. Now again, Y'all wrote in with some sass in some of these comments, and I really appreciate that. 
Bring no the is, sass. We love the sass. No one is getting banned. No one is going. There's no wrong answers. No one's getting banned. However, if anybody does say Animal Crossings, then we may have an issue. Um, the polarizing nature of this title really seems to stem from a couple of major decisions that were made with the narrative and the game's length. While I fully respect and appreciate people's criticisms, I felt that all aspects from the frantic and brutal gameplay to the compelling story beats and underlying themes were perfectly blended to deliver a masterful sequel to one of my favorite games of all time. To quote what Sean said about Naughty Dog in a previous episode. Did I say Naughty Dog? You said Naughty Dog. Actually, you didn't say Naughty Dog. You said Naughty Dog. Naughty Dog. (laughs) From the high bull. And I paraphrase. For what they were trying to go for, I really don't see how they could have done it any better. So there you have it, Kevin. Please don't ban me. All the best, (laughs) Steve Appleton. Next submission. Uh, The Jets fired Adam Gase. Shocking. My personal game, this comes from Vernon Slayton. My personal game of the year, drumroll, Demon Souls. All right. I gave up on the original and decided to give this one a shot, and I loved it. I'm on my third playthrough attempting the platinum. Tip, save the Demon Souls for miracles. Ugh. Third playthrough. So I thought I screwed up, and I kind of did, but it was salvageable. There are some boss uh, demon souls Uh, I don't really need to say demon souls souls that I can't remember it's two one way and one the other you can either get this spell that spell or that miracle or it's this miracle oh because it's that miracle or that spell no you can choose but you can only use it once hence the multiple playthroughs but in addition to that at least one and maybe there were two. There's at least one soul that can be used to get three different spells or miracles or a weapon. And in my first playthrough, I used it to get a weapon. So I had to very carefully, not very carefully, I just had to really think about it so I didn't screw it up. On my second playthrough, I got to where... I think it was the miracles. I think there are fewer miracles. So I went ahead and saved my game, uploaded it, bought all the miracles so that trophy would pop, downloaded that save, and then just bought spells. And then knowing full well, I'll get the last spell on my third playthrough. Oh, my God. But once I read that, I'm like, oh, my God, am I going to have to do three full playthroughs and part of a fourth? But then luckily I saw some other people that had done something similar, so I was able to kind of salvage it by getting that trophy to just pop and then going back and just doing spells. But, yeah. Uh, I'm curious, uh, Mr. Slayton. Uh, you know, comment below. Let me know. Um, how are you doing on all of the... Um, what's the word? The thing I always talk about. Optional bosses? No, like the... Oh, the Tendency. Tendency. The tendency stuff, because um, there's some stuff that you need pure black tendency for to get the final ring. Um, what was the final ring for me anyway? And then there's a bunch of world stuff that you need pure white tendency to get. So I'm curious if you've done those and how those are coming along, because that was a pain for me. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, also, Vernon, I see you wrote in with your PSN here. I'm not going to say it in case you don't want me to say it out loud, but add me on PlayStation because I don't think we are friends. I can't remember if we are, 
But anybody can you add who somebody through the app, can I just add him? I think so. But anybody who Let's wants see. to add me on on PSN, I'm K Dubs two four K D U B B S two four. Old nickname that I think I gave myself. Um, and I don't want to change it because I'm afraid it'll screw something up. So, there he is. Thank you, Vernon Slayton. Well, cool. Sir Vern. Well, oh, shit. <laughs> bleep that out. <laughs> I'm not going to I don't think he'll care. Uh, next submission comes from Dustin Downs. Hey, Kevin and Sean. Hope you're both doing well. This has been a crazy weird year, and looking back, I feel like I didn't really play too many games. I'm still waiting on getting a PS5. Couldn't get one if I wanted to. So I haven't played Demon's Souls or Miles Morales, which probably would have been contenders. But there really wasn't a big standout game for me this year, unfortunately. But after saying all that, I think my goatee would have to go to The Last of Us Part 2. I have some problems with the game, but overall, I really enjoyed my time with it. The game on a technical level is absolutely phenomenal. The world is gorgeous, the combat is fluid, and the story kept me engaged even if it wasn't perfect. I also have to give a shout out to Animal Crossing New Horizons, which was almost my game of the year. Kevin probably eye rolls. I'm just kidding. Like what you like. You know, I'm just messing around. It's still a game I hop in pretty regularly, and it's just a nice, peaceful game in this hellish year. I've also recently been playing Crash 4, and although I haven't finished it yet, I think it's going to be in my top three for the year. Hmm. The levels have a lot of variety, and the gameplay is very challenging yet rewarding. Sorry for the long comment. Don't be sorry. That's for me. I wish you guys all the success in 2021. Thanks for all you do, Dustin Downs. Thank you, Dustin. So what I will say, more on Last of Us later, but... What I'll say about Animal Crossing, and I think I've said it before, if they... You love being a turtle? Yes. If they didn't even allow you, because it's too tempting, if they didn't allow you to do the time travel stuff, I think that would have helped. Also, if this were a mobile game, literally the same game, but I know I can just... Boop! And I'm playing, oh, let's chop down some fruit, whatever, like... It wouldn't have been my game of the year by any means, but I could see enjoying it a lot more. Yeah. But it's just not like firing up the Switch is that big of a deal by any means, but like it just feels like a mobile game masquerading as a $60 release. Triple A. Yeah. So I don't know. And I think the time travel thing kind of ruined it for me because I was enjoying it in the beginning. And then once I just. I'm like, I know I can time travel, so I'm going to, but it was just such a pain in the butt. And it just, like, it took all the fun away. But Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't have any idea. (laughs) Uh, Sarah Solar wrote in with just Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity. Interesting. A lot of people that think, you know, that I guess we're expecting to like that game, they seem to love it. I like the demo. I just, I've See, got I too didn't. much other stuff to play. Maybe right. if I had given it more time, I would have, but I was like, this is not for me. Yeah. Um, It's very much not for me, but I'm glad that the people that want to like it seem to love it. It yeah. was exactly what they wanted. So I still need to awesome. just go and look up what the hell, just look up the plot summary on Wikipedia. Just be like, okay, so what actually happened? Actually, that's true. Breath yeah, I do want to do that. And then finally, the homie James Solar writes in and says, hey, guys, to Kevin's dismay, everybody's so <laughs> like I'm going to yell at y'all. My game of the year for 2020 is The Last of Us Part Two. He said two. I'm just being stupid. 
And it would have been Super Mario Sunshine if I didn't rule it out for being a a simple re-release. Yeah, you cannot say Mario Sunshine. I don't have Galaxy in my top 10. That's not even, it's not even like a remake because I might have a remake or a couple in my top 10. Those are different. You can't do Sunshine. You can't do Sunshine. Otherwise, I would have put Galaxy in my top 10. (laughs) <laughs> For sure, because I freaking love that game. However, that doesn't include AC Valhalla, Immortals Phoenix Rising, Ghost of Tsushima. Oh, you haven't played Ghost either. The Pathless, which I've heard is supposed to be That's, really cool. Yeah. Age of Calamity. What? So Sarah's playing and you ain't playing it, bruh? Wow. And wow. Star Wars Squadron, since I haven't started or finished those yet. Sorry, I should have read the end of the sentence. Which means he's playing it. He just hasn't finished yeah, it. Yeah, I, I gathered also, throughout your discussion, I'd be interested to hear if there were any games you found disappointing or surprisingly good. Appointing? <laughs> this year. Yeah, what is the opposite of disappointing? I guess it's appointing. You appoint someone to a position. You clone something. D- Jerry, you need a medical dictionary. Disappointing. <clears throat> you disappointed me. You, you appointed me. Appointed me. What did you appoint me? What's another dis word? Disrespect. Respect. Dis- disregard. Regard. So, yeah, a point? Yeah, I don't think it's a real word. I mean, I know it's a real word. <laughs> I don't think it works in this kind of thing. So we had one, two, three, Last of Us Part Twos. Wow. Can't argue with it. I get it. Um, spoiler alert, it is not my game of the year. If, yeah, I mean, y'all know that. It's not going to be my game of the year. Um, Sarah's bad at sharing, so I'm waiting <laughs> till she's done with Age of Calamity. <laughs> oh, I love you guys. Um, and thank you to everybody that wrote in. We love all of you. Um, appreciate you. Also, feel free to anytime. We've, yeah, we've got the thing. That it's always is there. always there. Yeah. I'll I'll delete it out. I actually yeah. might save this as a separate one just because I really like I don't want to yeah. lose that. So yeah, I'll feel that free to write in anytime. Yeah. We love the interaction. Um, even if we don't specifically ask for your input, please feel yes. free to. Anytime. Because we've got it. It's just pinned to our Twitter profile, so you can always go look it up. So those were our reader submissions. Reader submissions. No, <laughs> we don't write anything um, unless you listen to the unless you read the captions for this, which, which I'm is sure are hilarious. usually awesome. Um, so now it is time for our lists. Sean, before we get into everything, do you have any honorable mentions? Also, to James Solar's point, I, I have some honor. I have my honorable mentions, the ones that just missed the cut. I have my shout outs to a couple of games that I played this year that didn't make the cut because they didn't come out this year, but they both would have. And then I've got my most disappointing. Hmm. Did you play anything that was disappointing? Or the I've most got, so disappointing? I've got, so first of all, just a weird note. Oh, that's not even true. I take that back. I take what I was going to say back. Um, I've got three games that are missing from my top 10. One was disappointing one i think would have been number 11 mm-hmm. and one i just didn't like so i think i only really played 13 games that would even qualify i, I what tracked, this tells like i can't think of any other games that i tracked 17 yeah but like i got twin breaker and top run you didn't get those you didn't get call of duty you didn't get doom eternal yeah you know um you didn't get watchdogs I what i didn't like I animal crossing so by default, I guess that's like number 13. Yeah, you did make it. <laughs> um, ele- what would be number 11? Uh, and it's sad because I really was so hyped when I heard about uh, it. Yeah. Command and Conquer. Oh, I forgot about that. I thought 
It was fun and nostalgic when I played it, but it's a twenty. But after like a week, game. I never played it again. Yeah. Like, I don't know. It's a twenty-five-year-old game. It's tough to go back to. Um, and then what I guess would be number twelve, and also <clears throat> my most disappointing game, which is I'm also just disappointed. I mean, I guess that's it goes. I was going to say I'm disappointed that I'm disappointed, but I guess that's what disappointing means. Um. Oh, I know what it is. All stars. Oh, I did not what I thought that was. I thought you were gonna say Sackboy. Oh yeah, I didn't even. That's not even on there. But that's <laughs> kind of disappointing too. But I didn't even. Yeah, um, I did not care for it. Galaxy was as good, if not better, than I remembered. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you call it? Uh, Sunshine was better than I gave it credit for. I still didn't really care for it, but it's not that bad. But it. It didn't hook me. None of them did, honestly. Yeah. And 64 was borderline unplayable. <laughs> the controls yes. are terrible. That the camera, camera is terrible. Oh, my like, God. That was a fantastic game. 24 years ago. Yeah. Um, well, almost 25 now. It yeah. does, not, does not hold up. Yeah. It was bad. So I, on the other hand, I wanted to give a shout out to Mario Galaxy, because it is now my favorite 3D Mario. I freaking loved it. I was absolutely shocked. I could not stop playing that. I would just bring my Switch up here on my lunch, and I'd just be like, well, maybe take a long lunch, and I'm just walking, going around, getting the the flippity-floppy, the stars and everything, and I just absolutely loved it, and I was shocked how much I loved it. Mario 64, I don't ever need to play it again. And, yeah, uh, Sunshine is... Sunshine. I will say to Sunshine's credit, as I've said before, best camera out of those three games. But that's really all I got. Yeah. I think in the end, my disappointment started when I realized that these were not yeah. remakes. Before they were just we re-releases. The yeah. Once they saw once I saw that and I can't buy with the graphics. Galaxy I don't care great. about the yeah. graphics. When I saw that they just weren't really changing anything. Especially in 64 when so many things needed fixing. I was already like, uh, yeah. and then it was, it just continued to go down. Even if you didn't remake 64's graphics, if you gave it Sunshine's camera, okay. That alone. Now let's go. Yes. Yeah. yeah. But I can't do this lackey to, wee, wee, wee. Like, it, I just can't do it yeah i was making sounds like i was going every way but i just kept going one way <laughs> which is sometimes what that stupid camera would do um i also want to give a shout out to both these games would have made my top 10 list if they came out this year time spinner absolutely i freaking love that game one of my favorite metroidvanias i've ever played i think i did end up liking it better than chasm um yep i think i liked it better than the messenger Ugh, that's tough i think it's my third favorite uh because maybe fourth symphony and bloodstain <clears throat> oh crap maybe fifth it's behind symphony it's behind hollow knight oh yeah i think it's behind messenger no i think it's fifth i would put it behind in whatever order it's behind symphony hollow knight bloodstained and super metroid hmm which it's, are all fantastic again like yeah, these are all 10 out all of 10 like, yeah. like I, I i just it's so funny how before symphony you know finally clicked with me a few years ago when i finally played it i was like metroidvania should have projectile weapons i don't like this melee crap and now that's all what i used to think but yeah yeah i've come I, around I, 
love if you haven't played Time Spinner. Yeah, I tweeted it last week, and I was going back and forth with some people that were replying to me, you know, through Wario. Um, it was ten bucks on sale on Switch. It'd be perfect on Switch, also. What you is it typically like? Twenty? Twenty bucks? Like yeah. it's worth twenty bucks. Yes, yeah. but apparently goes on sale somewhat often. So. Yeah, I, I would highly it. recommend it. If you don't have the time to play it right now, just keep an eye on it. When it goes on sale for ten next time, get it. Yeah. If you like Metroidvanias. Um, my most disappointing was the Last of Us Part Two. Um, I'm kidding. I mean, it, it kind of was, <laughs> but I can't say that it's the most disappointing. The most disappointing for me was Watch Dogs Legion. Yeah. I really do not know that I'm ever going to go back and play that game again now, and that makes me so sad. I don't know why. First off, I should have just tried for review codes. Second off. I don't know why I felt like I had to have that on day one. Because as soon as I started seeing all the reviews, even people that kind of liked the game was like, it's just, it's boring. It's a, it's a bland open world. The play as anybody thing is overblown. And then I got it and I was like, yeah, they were all right. Um, it ended up out of my 17 games that I played this year, it ended up number 13. Wow. Okay. Um Honorable mention, just missed the cut. Number, I had number 12, Black Ops Cold War. I just haven't played it enough yet, but it, it didn't deserve to be above these other games, I don't think. And then number 11, I hated making the cut. It was When it came down to number 10 or number 11, it was tough for me. But even though I think 11 is a better, like a quote-unquote better game than 10, I put 10 in my top 10. <laughs> number 11 for me was Doom Eternal. Wow. I feel like if I do, and I want to go back to that because I'm sure it runs even, you know, hopefully it's going to get a PS5. Is it getting a PS5 upgrade? I don't know that it is, but it'll just run better, I'm sure. Uh, but it ran great on the PS4. It's so friggin' difficult. I had to put it down to easy, and it was still ridiculously difficult. You never stop moving. There's things going around everywhere. and I, I really liked it. If I would have stuck with it, maybe it would have made my top 10, um, but I quit after four or five hours. Because something else came out. Oh, Final Fantasy came out. Oh, yeah. Resident Evil 3 came out, then Final Fantasy came out. That's what it was. And I was like, I'm I'm not going to go back. Yeah. But maybe I'll install it on my PS5 and go from there. Um, if you were curious, just I'll just run through this real quick. Number 17, I had Fall Guys. Oh, yeah, that's true. I didn't put Fall Guys. I mean, it, was it wouldn't have made my top 10. Yeah. But. Number 16 was Sackboy. I put number 15 as top run just because... This year sucked, and it's about a guy named Kevin and his dog Buddy, and this year sucked. So Last year. Whatever. This year probably will, too. <laughs> probably. 2020 sucked. My dog, I don't even remember if I talked about it in here, but I lost my dog Buddy, yeah. Um, and then I had Twin Breaker number 14. Shout out to Colin and Chris making a game, but it's just not. I beat it. I, I just can't get that platinum. I'm not. I can't. My, if it was just two paddles either this way or this way, but the levels where it's four, my brain just can't comprehend how to make, and then to get like S ranks and I'm like, ah, oh man, I, I can't get that. <laughs> and then 13 was Watch Dogs Legion, 12 Black Ops Cold War, 11 Doom Eternal. Okay. And that leads us in, oh, by the way, and I'm also, one thing I am disappointed in, but it's fine because one of these I'm going to get to play really soon. I'm disappointed the Cyber Shadow and Axiom Verge 2 didn't come out this year, but it's a pandemic. I get it. Yeah. Both likely, hopefully, on our top tens for this year. I would be shocked if they're, well, this is a big year. Well, no, they should be. I hope they are. I don't want to get my hopes up for anything. Um, Eagles took the lead. Yeah, 14-10. Wow. Oh, man. All right. 
At this point, I guess I want us to make it. Although yeah, if as we long don't as we've already it, won. Now if we don't make it, beating Dallas was all for nothing, and I'm just going to be annoyed. Yeah, because so. now we're going to get like the 12th pick instead of like the 8th or something. Yeah. yeah. All right. With all that out of the way, it is time to reveal our top 10 games of 2020. Would you like to go first, or would you like me to go first, Sean? I'll go first. Uh, number 10. Number 10. Um... I just come right out and say it. Uh, number ten, Streets of Rage four. Okay. Um, a game that you know we both obviously have a lot of nostalgia for. A game that, as I've gone on record multiple times saying, I think the beat 'em up genre is just—it's just it doesn't work anymore. This is a game I didn't really think. Like I was so happy to hear about it. But I also feel like had no business even being in my top 10, and yet it did make it. Um, it was the perfect... It's still very much a beat-em-up. They didn't really change the formula, and I'm kind of glad they didn't. Um, I'm also glad that it was a true... like It was Streets of Rage 4, not yes. like Streets of Rage 2 or 3 remake. remake like yeah. I'm glad it was a full, and Apparently Final Fight Remake is coming out. That was in that Capcom leak. I'm like, what? Yeah. Uh, now is this? I don't think you ever got it. Is this a doable platinum? What is the there's issue with it? There's a lot. No, there's. I mean, it's technically doable, but there's so like you have to make it through a level without getting hit. You have to do certain things against a boss, like beat a boss without getting hit. Well, I guess you'd have to make it through the level to beat the boss. Whatever. Um, you have to do. You have to like S rank everything on hard uh, or something. Yeah. Okay. It, I'm it not was, doing that. When I looked at it at first, I was like maybe, and then no. Yeah. Um, so what I will say in the end, it is still a, it's a beat em up game. I don't think I played this at all outside of what we played together. This is a game that it's just not, it doesn't really interest me as a standalone game. Um, but I'm so happy it got made and I'm so happy it got made right. And playing you know co-op with you was like just being teleported 25 years in the past i loved it for what it was but in the end it's still it's a beat-em-up game that i don't think really they don't work in this day and age um it's not my number 10 but i will say i wrote down this note right here one of my favorite memories of this year's was our let's play series yeah. Because, yeah, it was like we were back in the, the playroom playing Street <laughs> <laughs> And we, that was when we were doing them remotely. I got bombs for arms. <laughs> we were doing them remotely because we, we, were, we were being good and we weren't coming over here when we were in, like, lockdown in Memphis. Um, That's true. We never even really got to, not to say that we couldn't. We never got to sit We never got to do it. couch yeah. co-op. Yeah. But, yeah. All right. I will allow it. My number 10 from Capcom, Resident Evil 3. Hmm. I liked it. I wanted, obviously, I wanted to like it more. RE2 Remake probably should have been my game of the year last year, if I'm being honest. <laughs> um, but I'll kind of talk about that later. Um, Is Death Stranding number one again? Yes. <laughs> PC Gamer gave it their PC game of the year. I saw that. Yeah, I, I mean, like, I saw you retweeted it. Wow. Wow. Um <clears throat> In reality, there was no way this game was going to live up to the RE2 remake, which mm -hmm. to me is the best Resident Evil ever made. After that, it's probably seven or 
four. I, I think I would say seven. I cannot wait for Village Eight, whatever you want to call it. Um, I it'll be interesting now, and I'm wondering once we actually get the date for eight, the eight date. I wonder if I'll finally go back because I've only played through seven once. I feel like that would be the perfect time for me to finally say you. I yes. got to go back and play it again. Yes. Um, I'll let you borrow my VR so you can do nope, it in VR. <laughs> there's no way. No way. Um, yeah, it, it's just going to be weird after playing two RE games. And actually, did I play four after seven? I'm trying to remember when that finally came to PS4. No, I think that was 2016. I think it was before. Yeah. yeah. Um, but after playing two third person Resident Evil games in a row now, I wonder what it's going to be like going back to going back to seven and then playing eight. Um, I think it'll be fine to me. It just, it works yeah. perfectly in first person. Yeah. But I mean, I, I did like the game. I think it was a solid, like seven and a half, eight, somewhere around there. Um, it was short, obviously. Um, I loved playing as Jill. I thought she was a great character. I actually liked Carlos. I liked his sections. You know, they, they broke it up and everything. Um, I think they were really just trying to recreate, you know, Leon and Claire from two, but do it in a different way. Also, Carlos's hair was amazing. That just popped <laughs> in my head. It was just like this, this puff ball. Um, and I just thought, I think the reason it's number 10 and not one or two was that Nemesis was built up to just Nemesis. But he was Neminous. just... Neminous. Why didn't they call it Neminous? <laughs> he was just kind of blah to me. And I came in with no preconceived notions because I never played RE2 before I played the remake. I didn't play 3 before I played the remake. And he's just nowhere near as scary as Mr. X. Like, that dude just walking around the police station is terrifying. And again, I know I've talked about it a million times, but the fact that he is actually walking around the police station, like he's in the world walking around, is just so terrible. And like knowing that makes me even more terrifying. Nemesis is just like every time he shows up, it's just like, stars. <laughs> and then he's got a freaking rocket launcher. And he's, it was just, and a lot of his things were like cutscenes, you know, or you just had to do like tap, 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 tap to, to crawl as Jill to get to your gun and blow something up or whatever. Um, I do remember the final fight being pretty cool when you get the big gun thing. Yeah. I, but overall, it was just... It it felt like it was just... I, I Like, I wonder if RE3 felt like back in the day, of course, DLC wasn't even a thing. But to me, RE3 make felt like it was DLC for RE2. Like, they should have been one yeah. package because it is one story with everything happening at the same time. And I wonder back then, maybe you can tell me, if it felt like three, and I know they cut some stuff out of this too. Like there were some areas that didn't make the game. So I don't, there's know a whole thing I read and maybe you'd read it too around when three, when three make came out that there's this whole thing. And I, I don't remember what the story was now, but basically how three was like rushed. Three was rushed. Yeah. Like it was, I don't know if it was like one of the last PS5 games to come out and it was like there was just some, maybe it was around the time no it wouldn't have been because Code Veronica X came to PS2 a while the original after. three you're talking about yeah yeah or okay. yeah, I, yeah I think I said three make but I meant three no I was saying around when three make came out there's a story about the development of three 
and how it was like rushed and okay, I don't know. See, no, I was thinking you were talking about this one because I was like, yeah, I think the development on this one was rushed. Well, it may have been, but no, the original one okay. was like it oh, was yeah, supposed yeah, yeah. to be right. yeah. a PS2 game or something weird happened, but I don't know. But yeah, uh, I'll, more on that later. But yeah, so I don't know. Overall, I didn't, I did not dislike the game. Um, I think I got it when I pre-ordered on Amazon. I think it was forty nine. I think I got it for ten bucks off. It might have even been forty. I can't remember, but I feel I feel like whatever price I got it at was a more fair price than sixty bucks. It's all arbitrary, whatever. Um, and I know these games are what you make of them. Like I could go back and play it seven times to get the platinum because you get you unlock more weapons and you do this and then you could do speed runs and blah 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 blah. But I'm like, I don't need to. It really just made me want to go back and play RE2 again. Yeah. So number ten for me, Resident Evil Three. Okay. Um, my number nine, I struggled with this a little bit because I wanted to put it higher. But then when I look at everything above it, I'm like, I can't. Uh, number nine for me, Astro's Playroom. Oh, wow. Um, to me, the worst and maybe only bad thing I can say about this game is that I wanted more. There was yeah. not enough of it. Um, and I get it was a package in game, whatever is basically meant to be like a tech demo kind of thing. Astro, uh, whatever it's called, the VR one, robot rescue, whatever. That's a legit game. Mm-hmm. Like that is a full, if this game were as long as that, I'm not saying it would be my game of the year, but it'd probably be in the top half. Yeah. Um, I had so much fun with this game and mainly I think a lot of that's due to just being my introduction to PS5. Mm -hmm. Um, it's beautiful in its own way. It, it's very much a tech demo for, you know, the dual sense really more than the PS5. Um, I do think even though you've got Kratos and, uh, uh, Aloy Aloy and all these other things, Joel, yeah. I think Astro is should be if he's not already kind of the the new PlayStation. He's mascot. the de facto mascot, yeah. Like because when it comes to especially somebody that could not really compete with Mario because no one can yeah. compete with Mario, but you need something that's family friendly to be a mascot. You can't have Kratos yelling Aries and ripping <laughs> people in half and stuff and really be your mascot. I mean, you. I mean, hell, they put him in Fortnite as a cartoon character, so who knows? But yeah, I, I completely agree yeah. with what you're saying. It was just such a just fun, charming little game. The perfect way to kind of show what you can do with the PS5 and with the DualSense. Um, I loved all the little cameos and everything that I probably... I bet half of them went over my head. Like, there's a lot that I probably didn't even yeah. realize what I was looking at. <laughs> um, there's a robot we have the outside Terminator the door. outside our door. Um, but yeah, the worst thing I can say about it is I wanted more. I would have gladly paid, maybe not seventy, but fifty or sixty dollars for a full game of this. I just it left me wanting more. Yeah. So, ended up my number nine. Okay. I'll talk about it in a little bit. Number nine for me, pretty close to you, Streets of Rage 4. Okay. Um, I never thought this would actually be a real thing. It is so weird how, like, if you look back at going from the Genesis to the Saturn, how many franchises just got 
abandoned by Sega. <laughs> and I don't know why. Like, we didn't even get a Sonic game outside of a port of Sonic 3D Blast on the Saturn. I think there was Sonic 3D Blast on there, right? But there wasn't, yeah. like, a mainline Sonic. Like, even the Dreamcast got Sonic Adventure. Like, I don't know how... What did yeah. they think they were going to do with the Saturn? Well, now I'm off on a whole other tangent. Stop, Kevin. Um, <laughs> I never thought in a million years that this game would have actually come back. Yeah. No way did I think that. And I didn't think it, even if it did, it could be this good. And it did make for me, at least for a, a time, like, actually, when I think about this, how everybody says, and like, I think it was Dustin that wrote it and saying, like how Animal Crossing got them through this year. For just a small period of time, I mean, actually, it was probably like two or three days. We blew through that in our Let's Plays because we were having so much fun. That was kind of like Streets of Rage 4 was my Animal Crossing because like you when, were what, saying. Was that like April? It was April something, yeah. yeah. Like that was, that was my, that was my Animal Crossing, yeah. Was playing that game with you online when we're separate and we weren't even doing pizza nights anymore. We were just doing Zoom calls for the podcast and stuff. That was my Animal Crossing, and I just absolutely loved it. It transported me back 30 years. You know, we've talked about that. Um, I love the art style. I did not know when I first saw it. I was like, this looks cool, but I don't know how this is actually going to feel when I play it. The hit detection was great. I love the bosses in this. It was so much fun. Um, I don't know that we need beat-em-ups to just be a thing again. I kind of agree with you. It's fun to go back and play once a year, twice a year, to go play Hyperstone Heist or Turtles 4 or the Streets of Rages. You know, Final Fight, I never. I don't think it's even in the same category. Um, but I was glad that this was here. And it was also, like, I think the perfect amount of nostalgia for a game like this. Um, the fact that Adam's in there and, you know, it's... But they didn't just say, bring back everybody and Skate and Max and Zan and, the, well, the kangaroo is in there just in the, as, as a cameo and stuff. But, like, I thought it was the perfect amount of nostalgia and... It's one of my favorite beat em ups of all time. It's somewhere at the top. It's up there with, it's bet well, it's better than Streets of Rage two. So actually, it's probably top two or three for me, with with Turtles games and stuff. Mm. Yeah, it's probably top three or four anyway. Yeah, yeah. So I loved it. Um, I did play it some single player. I, I went through and beat it, and I unlocked like the Streets of Rage one skin for Axel. Playing as pixelated Axel from Streets of Rage 1 in this world is just absolutely hilarious. And I think I just, because of the timing, maybe that was... I can't remember if I had already beaten Final Fantasy VII Remake or if Remake came out after this. I don't know. I feel like I kind of stopped because I was just like, I got to play Remake and I spent 35 hours on that or whatever it was. But yeah, Streets of Rage 4, I absolutely loved it. All right, uh, my number eight, Resident Evil 3. Okay. Um, I think you've pretty much already covered it. Um, like you said, it was never going to match what 2 did. Yeah. Even the original was nowhere near. The original is probably... Now, I never played 0, but between 1, the 1 remake, 2, the 2 remake, obviously, 3... And what am I missing? Oh, Code Veronica. Three, the original three, my least favorite. It's not a bad game, but it was always my least favorite. And I don't know. I, there's a good chance I would have liked Zero even less just because Zero did some weird things. Um, three wasn't that great to begin with. Um, 
my hype for this game was nowhere near what it was for two. Um, it's kind of like, you know, when they remade Link's Awakening, it just felt when you remake a very flawed, and I know a lot of people love Link's Awakening, but there's a lot of things that don't make sense in a today game that they right. just kept in there to be faithful. And that's fine. Um, that's kind of how this felt. Um, I don't feel like Nemesis is that scary, which is weird because he's basically Mr. X, but with weapons. So it's like he should be way more terrifying, and he just wasn't. There were some, like, like, jump scares and stuff, but I never felt that, like, oh, God, where is I know he's around here. Like, there was never just that sense of dread that I feel like all good Resident Evil games should have. This was just like, all right, I know he's going to pop out. It's probably going to startle me, and then I'm just going to run, run away, away from him, and I'll be fine. Um, so it's whatever. It was beautiful. Um, it was very no, – I wouldn't even say it was that faithful. It was pretty faithful to the original, but there was definitely some stuff they changed. Um, it was fine. It was about what I expected it to be. Yeah. Um, it, like I said, it was never going to be as good as two. I didn't expect it to be. It's basically what I expected it to be. And honestly about what I wanted it to be. I would have loved for it to be, to just blow me away, but I knew it wasn't going to. Yeah. It was good. I cannot wait to see what the hell, cause obviously they're doing RE4 make what I, I just wonder what it's going to be. Now, that one, even more so than two, that, depending on what else comes out in the same year, I'm expecting that to be in the running for game of the year. Oh, and if it's absolutely. not, it's then they screwed it up. If it ends up an eight yeah, on my they've... top 10 for that year, that's going to be a huge. Then, as, as Angry this Joe is says, right around yeah. you know, all it, I could expect. Angry Joe would say, You done up. Yeah. So, yeah. And four is just such a good game, regardless of what you think about the controls and stuff. It's such a, an awesome, basically flawless game that it is. You you better not mess it up. Yeah, it's 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 there. Just make it prettier, fix the controls a little bit, and don't do anything else to it. I agree. Yeah, you you just improve the controls on that for me, and it's it's like a top ten all time game for me. Like, a lot of people yeah. already think of RE4, but my problem is I didn't play it until 15 years after it came out or whatever it was. Right. Um, number eight for me, I'm going to flippity-flop these. I'm going to say number eight, <laughs> Ghost of Tsushima. Hmm. Originally, it was like at 10, before some of these other games came out, I had it below Doom Eternal, like before I started playing Phoenix Rising and some of these other games, Miles Morales, all these games that just came out. And then I was like, no, I beat Miles. I wanted to go back to it, give it its due, and I did. So it moved up a little bit for me. It's still not just this... It's not a game of the year contender for me. Now, maybe if I had played it all the way through, it would have been, but then also if it would have Did you start me, over, or did you just... Pick up where you left No, off. I picked up where I was. Okay. I just had no idea how to play anymore, so I had okay. to relearn yeah, everything. Yeah. Um, it's beautiful to begin with. It's it's beautiful on PS5. The 60 frames per second is awesome. Um, 
I like the combat, but I still like we talked about. I think it was last week. Yeah, it must have been last week. That just not having a lock on in a game like this, when the camera can just end up behind bushes and trees and stuff, and I can't see, so I can't react. So I don't know if they're doing a normal attack to me that I should try to parry, or if it's a red attack that I have to dodge because I can't see because there's a freaking tree in the way or whatever. It just, it drives me nuts. And I feel like I'm majorly in the minority here. That's a weird thing to say. I feel like I'm definitely in the minority here when it comes to this game. But it just, it's clicked for me when I got into, you know, when I got through Act 1. But it just didn't click for me the way it has for some other people. And like I've said, I don't have any connection to to samurai movies or anything like that. Um, I didn't want to play it in the Kurosawa mode. I, I, you know, it's, it's just not, I don't have that affinity for it. So that's probably why. Because it seems like everybody else that loved this game, one of the reasons they love is because they do have that connection with old samurai movies and stuff like that. Yeah. So... Not a bad game at all. Very good game. Everything from here on out is very good to great. Um, it just ended up at number eight for me. See, I'm wondering what... Because out of my last seven games, there's one I know you don't have. And I'm trying to think of what you would have. Because I know six of these seven you're going to have. And one of them you're not. And I'm trying to think of what you have that I don't. If there's something you played that I didn't, other than like Watch Dogs and... Wait, because you said Doom Eternal didn't make your top ten, right? Right. I'm hoping I didn't forget again. You did. <laughs> we'll see. Um, Do you want me to whisper? Nah, well, I'll figure it out. Do you know what you think I forgot? Uh, yeah. (laughs) Where would that have been? If anything, it may have knocked Streets of Rage 4 out. I I don't think it would have been higher than 10. Really? Yeah. Okay. But yeah, I did forget about that. Eh, that's fine. Um, so my next one is Paper Mario. Ah, Which is the one you obviously don't. God, I forgot this even came out this year. That's right. Okay. Um... I really wanted this game to be higher. Um, I forget. I, did you beat it? Oh yeah. Okay. They. I'm convinced now that this series peaked with Thousand Year Door. It'll never achieve that, at least for me, that <laughs> level of yeah whatever again. The combat took a little getting used to, but overall, I really like this game. It was still a Paper Mario game in terms of like the writing and just the, the atmosphere, the environment, whatever. It was a Paper Mario game through and through. But I also just kind of miss, and maybe I'm in the minority here, I miss just old school turn-based role-playing games. Now, obviously, that doesn't work in something like a Final Fantasy VII yeah, but in a game like this, it would still work. You can maybe make small tweaks, but whatever. I don't think this game needed to have its own brand unique uh, combat system. It's it was an interesting thing they did. I hope this is not like a new thing. I hope that whatever the next Paper Mario game doesn't keep it. But it was fine. It was a little different. All I know is when I saw that when I started seeing the trailers about that ring system, I was like. I can't even do 
regular turn-based games. This would absolutely <laughs> break my brain. For the most part, it wasn't too bad. The only times I really struggled were on the boss fights. Um, and it's too hard to even explain why, but it was just... In the normal enemies, it was fine. It got a little repetitive, which I know, like, I'm sure people would say turn-based is very repetitive, but I don't know. Overall, the game was fun. It was a cool story. It was beautiful. I just didn't really care for the combat. If it was more of a traditional turn-based combat thing, this probably could have been in, like, my top five somewhere. Um but I still really liked it. Um, it's by no means my most disappointing game of the year. Not even close. But I wished it was better than it was. And it's really just the combat system. Yeah. But Oh, well. So, yeah. Number, what was that? Seven. Paper Mario. Uh, number seven for me, this might shock some people. And it kind of shocked me when I was going through and making my list. And I ended up, I thought I had this this list nailed down. And then I started going through, actually this morning, and I was going through each. And like we said, I like to take notes. I was going through each of my things. I was like, let me write down just a couple notes so I don't forget to talk about certain things just for each of these games. And as I was writing down the notes, I was like, man, I'm writing more notes about stuff I like for these other games than I am for this game. Wow, I did like those games better than this. And number seven for me is Miles Morales. Hmm. Um, I love Miles as a character. Um, what's it? Is it Najee Jeter? Is that his name? Something yeah. like that. Fantastic as Miles. All the characters in this game, I loved. I it's it's one of the things I loved the the most about Spider Man twenty eighteen was the performances and and the 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 acting and everything. I loved him as a character. I, I loved all the characters in this. Um, I thought the story was fine. I thought it was just. Plain as day who the tinkerer was. I was right. Um, certain things that I thought were going to happen. It was it was just very predictable. Once you got... This is what's going on with Roxxon and the, the underground. Pretty much knew everything that was going to happen. Um, so I'll go ahead and say I've got this number six. So okay. we can do this simultaneously. Um, the game is beautiful. Um, I still say, I think as far as the gameplay goes, I think I liked playing as Miles more than Peter. Better powers. I, I think I loved yeah. his animations and stuff, but I just, there was something, and it's not just because the game wasn't as long as Spider-Man, because I didn't want to spend, you know, 30 no, hours. No, a lot of what game. made this shorter was a lot of the crap that didn't need to be in Spider-Man. Yeah. Um, I don't. I can't put my finger on what exactly it is about this, but it it's, just did feel like it was DLC. Yeah. Well, even before even before we knew this is what was coming, my concern about and and still kind of is maybe even more so now, my concern about Spider Man Two, whatever that ends up being, or if it'll just be Spider Man Three. I don't know what it will be. It's what are you gonna change? I loved Spider-Man. Mm -hmm. This just felt like more of that. It just got repetitive. It got very repetitive. And And I don't know that it's so much this game in particular. If Spider-Man had never happened and this was the first game of the Spider-Man thing, I I think I would have loved it. Even though Spider-Man was two two years ago? It was 2018. It was God of War, yeah. 
See, and I think I that's... still just didn't need to. I don't know. Like it was fun at first. Yeah. But by the end of it, I, I was haven't already... gone back in platinum yet, and it's not a long platinum. That should tell you something, yeah. you know. But yeah. it's like when you think about comparing it, because obviously when Spider Man came out, we all compared it to the Arkham games. But what the Arkham games did was, like again, this just felt like more Spider Man, just with different powers and just a different Spider Man. Whereas the Arkham games, you had Arkham Asylum first, claustrophobic Metroidvania in Arkham Asylum. This is awesome. Make another Batman game, Ar- Batman game, Arkham City. Now we're opening. It's open world. Now you can fly around Arkham City with this, you know, lockdown portion of Gotham and everything. Then we get to Arkham Origins, which was kind of more of the same. But if you're just talking about the Rocksteady trilogy, then comes Arkham Knight. We know my thoughts on the Batmobile, but they did introduce the Batmobile, and that yeah. changed every. So it was something was changing with each of the three games, whereas this was really just. You just changed the man behind the mask. And I love the man behind the mask. I thought he was freaking awesome. And gave him some more powers. But everything else, it's just like, okay, here's a bunch of enemies. Here's a bunch of crimes. The story's predictable. I wanted this to be in the running for my game of the year. I really did. And at the end I of thought the day, it, I, I thought like, it might be. Just not. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I loved I loved Miles. I loved the story. I, I think, to me just because it's what I grew up with. Like, Peter Parker's my Spider-Man. That being said, I loved Miles. I don't... (laughs) For that matter, I loved um, Spider-Verse. You're not... You can't top the six. Like, I I, I don't care. I didn't really care about the Tinkerer. Prowler's cool. I like that element. Yeah. Tinkerer, I'm like, this is the big bad in this game? Like... I felt like they were trying to make her, and again, I may be in the minority here, this, like, sympathetic, like, you're supposed to feel bad for her and whatever. I didn't really care for her. I'm like, I so did you're, first, just, you're trying to, like, trying blow to, up. Like, what do you do? Yeah. Like, th- no part of me, like, felt bad for her. Like, okay, you lost, uh, uh, what's his name? Um, Brother. Yeah, whatever his name was. Yeah. But... And yeah, obviously that sucks. That's unfortunate, whatever. But then it's like, well, instead I'm just going to go and just like become a terrorist, basically. Like, I guess we and I know spoiler warning and a little bit of a spoiler warning. But like, no, I know. I don't know. This and sto- didn't you like, agree from the beginning that it was obvious who the Tinker was? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah I was like the obviously. story of Miles. Yeah. I think was awesome because you had a lot of that. Like, Peter's just like, so long. You're you're Spider Man now, and I think it's when he's talking to what's his name. The, the guy in the chair Genki. yeah genki when he tells him he's like you know whenever you talk about i can't remember what he said he said something like whenever you talk about peter you call him spider-man yeah and you're saying you're the other spider-man or whatever and he's like no you are spider-man i just thought like i think the story of miles was well, done and that perfectly in this game and the ending all, yeah. like it was so good i loved the story of miles it's just more the backdrop well and i also love the 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 when you're walking around new york city as miles and you're like seeing his culture and everything i heard from people that that are puerto rican americans and stuff are saying like this is so cool to be able to see your yeah freaking nailed it and that is so cool and i loved walking i I loved every part of that and i loved how caring miles is and everything i just loved miles more than i loved the game i guess is what it comes down to the only thing i can think of for spider-man 2 or whatever would be open it up so it's not just manhattan 
there are some crazy theories that I wrote. I watched a video on from the game theorist from Matt Pat or whatever his name is about who the villain is and where it actually takes place. And I won't say in case it ends up being true. I don't want you to be spoiled, but I I don't know that he's true. I don't think I don't think he's right. I, I don't think you can do another Spider Man. You can't. That's just literally that just Manhattan. Yeah. Like it's New York. It doesn't change. It's yeah. one thing to have every Zelda game be in Hyrule. Hyrule looks different every time. It's a made up place. This yeah. is Manhattan. It's going to yeah. look identical every time. You can't do that again. I think if they open it up a little bit so Manhattan is like a part of it think of GTA and furthermore have it kind of be like GTA 5 where you can switch between Peter and Miles on the fly they've each got their own story arc sometimes they come together whatever yeah. like I think that could be cool well, that, also, that would be something new because it's going to be weird going from all these cool Venom powers to just Peter yeah you know that's yeah. the other part of this so yeah so, I don't know. Uh, I thought it could be in the running for game of the year, but I was always kind of confused. I'm like, what is this game? Is it is it really a full game? And I don't know that it really is. Um, but but it's fine. Like I think the length was fine. There's no part. Unlike Astrobot, this game did not leave me wanting more. Even yeah. though it was it obviously wasn't shorter than Astro, but it was shorter than the original. It was plenty. Um, but yeah, I think. The worst thing is that it just got a little too repetitive for me. Yeah. But, yeah. It sounds like I, I hate the game. I didn't hate the game. It was still my number seven game. I liked it better than Ghost, and I like it better than the others. But, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, my number six is Bloodstained Curse the Moon 2. Wow. Okay. I When I think back to this game, like, I remember when I played through it the first time, and I just beat the, the first playthrough, and I was like, well, that was cool. Maybe I'll do some more and whatever. But it was once I started, once you got the Platinum, and you were like, Oh no, you you can get this platinum. I was like, okay, I can get this platinum. <laughs> and you know, I just looked up because you had to do the second playthrough a certain way because you had to do it twice to open up these other branching paths. And I just, it's the best NES Castlevania game ever made. Um, it was, I think it's better than Castlevania Three at this point. Um, and it's better than the first Curse of the Moon, which I really like. And it just like came out of nowhere. Yeah, it was just like, oh, this is coming in two weeks. We're yeah. Like, what? Um, I absolutely freaking loved it. Um, and I wanted to platinum it once I, once you told me I could, and I was like, okay. And there were some parts where on a certain playthrough, like if you didn't have the, I can't remember the name of it, but the, the little doggy in the mech suit, if you didn't have Hachi that, or whatever. Hachi, so you could just stomp on spikes and walk across. I'm like, okay, now I actually got to play more yeah. and I can't just use his invincibility to get through all these enemies. And it made you change the way you play and use it. I always like, and, and there's so much strategy involved with having the different characters. Cause like, oh, I got to switch. I got one health. Like, even if I don't like the next person in my lineup, I got at least switch to them. So I don't die. So I don't have to start yeah. over against this boss and yada, yada, yada. Um, the, the the different branching paths, the way you could tack, tack, tackle <laughs> tackle these levels in so many different ways based on... And, of course, they designed it that way because there's something... You'll be like, what's that opening up there? I can't jump that high. Oh, I'll get to it eventually. Yeah. I love the level design in this game. The bosses were insane. The bosses were awesome. Like, yeah. obviously, those would never work on the NES, but it's just so cool. Like, going... Like, with Shovel Knight 2, none of that would have actually worked on the NES, but it looks like it could have until stuff... If you just saw a screenshot, maybe. But then you see some of these these bosses that are filling up the entire screen, and the, the final boss fights and everything were just... I loved it. I definitely got frustrated at some points, but through my 14, 15 hours, whatever it was, to 
beat all five things. Oh, and then all of a sudden there's that part that comes out of nowhere that I did not expect that I won't spoil in case you want to play it. I was like, this is awesome. And also there's a billion things. I did not think I was going to get that trophy for doing it with just saying Getsu. When I got I was that, worried about that. And then once it, it ended up being I did easy. on my first try. Yeah, I didn't struggle yeah. with it, but I remember when I saw it, I was like, oh, yeah. God. Because after I went through it with everybody, and I was like, I've got a million things flying everywhere. How am I going to do this with just saying Getsu? And then I did. Yeah. Um, love the character swapping. Love the bosses, like I said. The, the different power-ups that each character can get and everything. It's just, it's just so funny how Iga leaves Konami. And he's like... Try and stop me. I'm making Castlevania Symphony of the Night. And I'm going to have Inti Creates make Castlevania from the NES, even though I was just like, I wasn't like the director. He was he was involved with them, I think, but he wasn't like the head honcho. He wasn't the head honcho until Symphony. And he's just doing it. Like, it's kind of what I wanted <laughs> Kojima to do. And maybe he will with whatever the next thing is. But I mean, with Death Stranding, had some Metal Gear blood in it for sure. <laughs> blood grenades um <laughs> but yeah i love curse of the moon too when i was thinking back over it i was like man that for a game that i didn't even know was going to be a thing i absolutely absolutely loved it yeah all right mine ne- is this number five mm-hmm. all right so my next one is i wouldn't be surprised if it's yours too nope i'm kind of shocked you haven't said it yet um last of us two so you ended up putting it higher than I did. This is hilarious. Yeah. Um, but I put my number five way higher than you put this game. Oh, I'm surprised you... Wait, no, you already said RE3. I don't know what I'm missing here. Um, oops. So... I missed that. Oh, my God. You're gonna, are you going to put Fall Guys like at number one? <laughs> um, this game... I don't think I love it as much as a lot of people and I certainly don't hate it as much as a lot of people I have no problem literally the more I think back I don't think I had any problem with the storytelling I certainly don't have any problem with the storytelling I can understand having a problem with the story oh you put ghost ahead of it now I see what I was missing okay yeah, continue um I Sir. think the storytelling was phenomenal I was at first I was like oh my god I have to play through uh, don't I mean you know. just in case I don't know how um, anybody has you if you play the game you know what I'm talking yeah. about <clears throat> part of my biggest problem with the game I think was again going back to Astro this is the opposite this was Astro was too short Spider-Man was just right this game was too long especially when you think you've you're getting near the end and it's like here's a whole I new already area I was like kind of oh thought of my yeah god I already kind of thought it was too long. And then when I thought I beat it and I still had, I don't know, a few hours. It was like three anyway, or four hours, I think, yeah. I was just, I was over it by that point. I don't think that part of the story needed to be no. told or at least not played. It could have just been the ending and trimmed down a lot. Like basically just to the you end done of the that ending. part. At the end of like act two or whatever you want to call it. You could have right. done that in a different way and cut out that whole last part and that would yeah. have made it more palatable, I think. Um, the game was fun. Um, it was beautiful. 
the best looking PS4 game, I think, hands down. Um, voice acting, phenomenal. Um, it was too long. And I really, I love what they did. In hindsight, I really love what they did with the storytelling. Gameplay elements aside, it was a little bit disheartening to yeah. the way, you know, when you're just like, oh, God. And I'm not even talking about the end. I'm talking no, about that halfway point. The halfway like, point. I was wait, like, wait, really? But I told you they were going to do it before we got there. I was like, they're they're going to Kylo this. Just watch. And I was right. But I was fine with that. Like, I, I think they made a very good argument. Like, who who is? I'll save it. I'll right. save it until I talk. Um, until I do my uh, then I'll talk more about it then. <laughs> but um, I love the story. Again, I keep I loved the storytelling. I also think I loved the story. I at least liked it a lot. Um, I hope this is it. I, there's no part of me that wants there's, a part three. No. Um, I just I don't think it's needed. I don't even know that this one was really needed. It wasn't. I'm still. At all. I'm. I'm I, I think. It, I'm glad they did it. It probably wasn't needed. I think a part three is absolutely not needed. The only thing unless I would you do say, some kind of like prequel, like no, not even that. You could you could do another game in this world. Give us a whole new well, cast of characters. Yeah, yeah. doing the okay same universe. That. I don't want yeah. any more Ellie, Joel, whatever. I don't want any of it. Just yes, I would like to see what. What the hell? Oh, dishwasher. What, like, what the hell did Jess just buy? <laughs> Um, the only other negative thing I will say, A, the lack of boss fights, and B, pretty much the only true boss fight in the game was god-awful. It was just terrible. The thing, the creature was, like, disgusting. Like, I'll give him that. Like, okay. It wasn't fun. It wasn't... It's not even like it was that difficult. It was one of those things that just felt difficult just for the sake of being difficult. Like, it just felt cheap. And I'm like, I can't see what I'm doing. I'm running around in circle. It just, it wasn't fun No, I agree. Um, the other boss fight <clears throat> with the, the sniper, that was pretty cool. That was cool. Um, but the other boss fight, it kind of sucked. But, well, there was another boss fight. Well... I mean, I consider and I was that like, just kill me, please, <laughs> please kill I mean, me. Yeah, I guess I considered that <sighs> one with the, the creature as like the one true. Yeah, yeah. no, I agree. boss fight, but yeah, number five, Last of Us Two. Yeah, I'll save it. I'll save it. All right, number five for me, completely different. Astro's Playroom. Wow. Okay, I loved it. Like, I get it that I like platinumed it in like four hours or whatever it was, but there was something about this. And it's probably, if I look back on this two years from now, will I still feel this way? Probably not. But having this, yeah, so like I finally get my PS5 delivered and Spider-Man's got to install and download the updates and whatever and I don't feel like playing Watch Dogs or whatever. So I'm going to play Astro and just like beautiful 60 frames per second, 4K, the, the, the dual sense coming like alive in your hands. I could not believe that to me... This was so much more than just a tech demo. To me, this is one of the best because we don't even get pack-in games anymore. That's not a thing unless you buy a console years down the road and they throw in a couple of games with it, whatever. Like, 
launch consoles you don't get we didn't even get with the stupid switch we, they couldn't even throw in one two switch for crying out loud you know yeah like i'm not saying this is better than mario brothers or mario world or anything like that but as far as like recent pack-in games because they don't exist this was just amazing um it's one of my favorite 3d platformers ever and it was a <laughs> essentially a tech demo and when i did find out that it actually had a platinum i was like oh i'm so happy about this um, there were a couple of trophies that were annoying, like making the the monkey robot thing fall a hundred meters and then, and then grab on because yeah. the 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 white clouds kept following me up. I'm like, you're not supposed to. I'm watching the funtivity video on how to do this, and they're not supposed to follow me up. Why are they following me up? But whatever. I just had so much fun, and and the variety, of the levels from the beach to the ice, you know, and Astro's get his hands behind his back and he's ice skating and stuff. I was like, this is just so wholesome and fun and. I thought it was better than Spider-Man. Like, I just absolutely loved it. Um, he needs more games. Like you said, this this should be PlayStation's mascot going forward. I, yeah. I almost wish Rescue Mission, because I don't want to borrow your VR to play through that. I'm not going to do that. But, like, can you play it without VR? I don't think you can. Mm. Yeah. You should be. I mean, it's not like... It's not that you could easily play the game and just use the right, right stick, stick to move yeah. around instead of literally like it's not like it just wouldn't work outside of VR like like super hot like yeah. okay that game doesn't need to be in VR same yeah. thing with Moss yeah. but yeah that's but the only also way to like play this it. thing and this thing made me fall in love from the beginning with my dual sense and it's gonna end up being at the end of the day one of my favorite controllers ever I'm pretty sure and just like when I think back to like the rocket levels and stuff and how that thing, vi- I'm like, how, what the hell is happening inside this controller that does this? Um, I just absolutely loved it. Astro's adorable. Like the, the enemies are fun. Like there actually were some boss fights and stuff and you can get a bubbled gun and you can get a bow and arrow and stuff. And then like, oh, I loved all the things that you would get into. Like I said, the rocket, the, the, the monkey climber, the ball thing. What was the other one? Oh, spring. the spring. Which that, normally I don't like springs. I did not like the spring parts of Mario Galaxy. Random free association. But I liked that in this. Like, it was just all so much fun. And it did, and it also introduced me to the Funtivities. Because I was like, where the hell is this puzzle piece? Yeah. Funtivities, boom, there it is. I just absolutely loved it. And I think it's one of the reasons I was so disappointed by Sackboy. Was because this tech demo was so much better yeah. in my mind. So... Give us more Astro games. This also did leave me wanting more, but that's but the opposite of you. It's like it left me wanting more just because it was so freaking awesome that I just want I want them to make DLC for it or make another one or just make a full just make a full Astro 3D platformer, please. Yeah. My number I, five. I'm sure I'm getting too deep, but as far as the Astro lore. Yes. Are all of the Astros Astro, or do we are we literally playing as the same little robot in this as we played in Rescue Mission and like they're all identical? Oh, I Is his name we Astro were, and the other ones right. have different names, or like I don't know? They're all the same. They all look identical. Do they all have their own names? And this one's name happens to be Astro. Well, this was called Astro's Playroom. The other one was Astrobot Rescue Mission. Yeah, and that one you're rescuing Astrobots, but you're also controlling an Astrobot. I assume it's the same Astro, but now that you mention it, I'm like, well, yeah, they're all freaking identical unless yeah. they're wearing like a snake costume <laughs> or something. I mean, solid snake um, or naked snake or right. venom snake or 
Oscar Isaac is playing Solid Snake. Here's a picture of Big Boss. <laughs> All right. That was my number five. Number four, Sean. Uh, my number four, this is when it got to starting now. All four of these games, I think, could have been my game of the year. Hmm. Uh, number four, I've got Phoenix. Wow. Wow, um, you love Ghost. Yeah. Okay, good. Um. So Phoenix, it still annoys me, even though it shouldn't. It annoys me how much... People are sleeping on this, apparently. Yeah. Um, It was so much fun. It's nothing breathtaking to look at or anything. It looks fine. It it looks as good as it needs to. When I fired up the PS4 version, the PS5 version is awesome. Really? Going to 30 frames per second, Uh, and I noticed when I walked around a couple times, Phoenix was kind of hovering over the rocks and stuff. I was like, this isn't... And it wasn't as the, the controls weren't as responsive. I was like, really? this is yeah, this was made for next gen, even though it doesn't really look like it. Hmm. Um The story was awesome. I mean, it's still your typical Greek mythology. It's a little bit of a different twist. Um the writing was fantastic. Like I think I mentioned when we first started playing it, it very much reminds me of like the messenger. It's very, you know, meta. Um yeah, that's the perfect comparison. It's the messenger. I'm not entirely sure this game isn't better than Breath of the Wild. Um, they're obviously very similar, yet still very different. I will say, I can at least say this game does a lot of things that I wish Breath of the Wild had done. I can say that for sure. Yeah, um, I agree. It was just a lot of fun. Um, the some parts of the platinum were a little, and that's on me. Like nobody, you don't have to get the platinum, but like, I don't know that getting the platinum in this game really added anything to it for me. And I'm sure that's the same with a lot of games. A lot of times getting the platinum isn't very fun. Um, this one, it just made me basically unstoppable by the time I went to the final boss. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it was fun. Like I love the 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 far sight or whatever it was called mm-hmm. to be able to just kind of like find things on the map. Little things like I wish you could zoom in a little further on the map. I wish the map had a little bit more fidelity to it. Whatever. Um, but I like this game a lot. I've always liked anything you know Greek mythology. I like that this was a little bit of a more lighthearted take at it, at least compared to like something like God of War. Um, or Assassin's Creed. Yeah, yeah. Um it was awesome. I it could have been like there's like I said, everything from here on I can make a case as to how it could be my game of the year. Um I ended up putting this at four. I can't wait for the DLC. I'm I'm looking forward to diving back in. Um But yeah, it was I, I really, really enjoyed this game. Don't sleep on it. If you like Breath of the Wild, if you like any of these open world kind of games, just check it out. It's so much fun. You just remind me of one other thing I want to talk about when you talk about the DLC. Um, number four for me, The Last of Us 2. Okay. So this, this should have been my game of the year. And it's not even, and I'm not going to go into spoilers here, but the fact that, I'll say this, the fact that I have so 
many, and you can go watch our spoiler cast. So many issues with the story and the way they stored, they, they did the storytelling that I still rank this freaking thing at number four shows you how much I loved the actual gameplay. I think it plays light years better than the first last of us. I think the yeah. last of us overall, I prefer is a better game because I love storytelling in games. And I think that one was much better and one of the best endings ever in a game. I loved, I loved this game. I wanted to love it much more. It's the, like I said, the most technically impressive game I've ever seen in the history of video games. And this was on a P and I played it on a base PS4. So did Sean. We didn't even have a PS4 pro. We played this on a base PS4. The acting, like Sean said, was freaking amazing. My heart broke multiple times. I got very angry multiple times. Um, Sean's right. The game is too long. It's bloated. When you get to act two and a title card comes up that says day one, you're like, you got to be kidding me. Yeah. You've got to be kidding me. No spoilers, but you've got to be kidding me. But the reason that this isn't my game of the year is I hated the story. It's not my, I didn't write the last of us. I couldn't write the well, last of us. I couldn't do it. <laughs> I couldn't, I, I, but it's not even the thing that happens two hours into the game. That was effective in that it made me feel a certain way. But then halfway through, you're like, but wait, have you thought about this? And then there's like, oh, I love the dog. This dog's going to be important later. I love the dog. Oh, I'm so nice. I love the dog. Oh, there's seals. I love the seals. Oh, you know, I'm, I'm just, this is really hard without getting into spoilers. But I thought everything that they did, if I, I still think what, I think what they, I know what they tried to do, obviously. I thought they went about it the wrong way. I thought it was way too heavy handed and way too just like hitting you over the head with this is how we want you to feel. I don't think they left anything up to interpretation. It was just like, but no, but see that this, that's where we disagree. You because think I don't, this? You're making it sound like they say, "Hey, this is the way you're supposed to feel." I look at it as there's two sides to this coin. They're not saying you're wrong. Here's how you're supposed to feel. They're saying you may think that way, and that's fine. But consider this also. I don't think they're saying this is how you should feel. It's but, but they, and I was torn. Like I don't. I wasn't necessarily team so-and-so or team so-and-so. I'm like, I get it. I can see both sides. And I can't say that I would have done anything different in person B's shoes. But per- <laughs> person B just couldn't go and just kabang. And it'd be like, no, I'm going to torture and bludgeon you to death. And also, no, but she did. No. She's the one that was like, didn't she just kind of end it? Right? It was the other people who were like being so hard to talk about. <laughs> but like at that point in the beginning of the game, isn't she the one that's like, she's got the shotgun off, and like, she's got the golf club. Yeah. I don't know. Now, you end up finding out that she tried to stop them from doing something to somebody else. But it's not like they did what they did to try to get Ellie. 
Like, let's do this so Ellie comes here so we can make her watch. No, they were going to do what they did. Ellie just happened to show up, so she was there for it. Right. But it's not like it was this elaborate scheme to, like... But also, like, I don't believe that a certain character would have just let that happen to him or herself. I don't think that makes any sense. I don't, like... The the rest of the stuff... It, it's just the actual crux of the story, I thought, was just so... Let us hit you over the freaking head with the fact that this is a good person. And but I didn't it didn't connect with me. It was just like, I know what you're trying to do. It's it's and also the the fact that the whole story, like you were saying, you don't even need, know if this needed to be a game. After playing it, I don't think it did need to. And that's not to discredit Naughty Dog. I just think this you, you could have left that alone. Yeah, it, it was just, it was perfectly it. fine what they did. But a random NPC from something near the end of the first game sets this entire game in motion is such a retcon. It's not on the level of freaking Palpatine being alive, but like that's the whole reason for this counterpoint though. And I know it's different, but think back. Cause that's the first thing I thought of when you said that breaking bad, the whole thing with, Saul and he's like, uh, what is going on? Who sent you? Did Ignacio send you? Did what's his other name send you? That throwaway line basically created Better Call Saul, which is but, unbelievable. Which is unbelievable and one of my top five favorite shows of all time. Yeah. But it was actual named characters. It wasn't just some random guy that just like got hit by a bus or something. And then you find <laughs> out that was Saul's grandpa or something like that. It's just I don't know. It it was just so over the, and then like you said, and then it just wouldn't end, you know? And by the, I was like, Oh my gosh, we're still going. And then the end, the actual ending, I was like, I still didn't, I wanted, I wanted Ellie to do something that she didn't end up doing. Still by the end, I was like, no, do it. (laughs) You know, I, I felt the struggle and I felt the pain and everything. And, and the, the, the flash where she sees something and then, and then there's that one moment though that like there, there there are some moments in this game that are disconnected from the main story where it's the flashbacks and stuff that just make the game like that's Naughty Dog like and it, it's Naughty Dog but it's also Troy and it's Ashley and all these amazing actors that I just wish you could have done and also we were sold a f- false bill of goods from that first trailer like they they lied they straight up lied to us. I can't believe this is my number four game of the year. This tells you how much I loved playing it. But like there were certain things like they lied to us. Like this was. (laughs) Okay. But wouldn't it be weird if in the trailers you just didn't see a certain person at all? Like that would kind of give it away. If they're like, hey, here's so-and-so. Where's so-and-so? How come we're not seeing so-and-so? Everybody's going to be like. But you're setting. Are they going to. You didn't even have to show that then. Why show something that says you think I'd let you do this alone? Why even put that in a trailer? Because you're telling people the game is going to be these two people, and it is not. Yeah. Now, I know Kojima showed <laughs> Snake going through the, the, the tanker, or uh, the, the through the big shell and everything. I get that. I get that. But I don't know. I don't want to say too much more without spoiling it. I, 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 I don't think people that like the story are wrong or dumb or something it's just for me personally i hate i didn't hate it i, I really didn't yeah i didn't like it i, I will like say it. 
the way I, and I'm not saying I'm right, you're wrong, but the way I feel about this game, I think, not to get too whatever, political, <laughs> whatever you want to call it, could go a long way in today's world. And just try, I'm not going to go and say, you know, there's good people on both sides. I mean, there are. By but any not means. I mean, there are, good, but, but not, not everybody yeah. is good. But right. like, just try to see, I'm not talking to you, I'm talking to everybody. Just Last of Us 2 aside, just try to maybe not be so quick to judge and see things from other people's point of view. That's all I'll say. We could do another Last of Us 2 spoiler cast. We could. I've still got enough. I've got enough pent-up emotions and stuff. And it was my number four game of the year. That's, again, tells you how much fun. Again, I love the stealth. I love the combat. Um, the, the boss fight, to agree with Sean, that was just weird. And it was just like... Oh, you got to run through these corridors and stuff. But I loved like, and I loved some of the, some of the story moments I did love. Like when you meet, uh, Lev and, um, and this is not a spoiler cause those names Yara. don't mean anything. Lev, Lev and Yara. I loved, I did love that stuff. I, I just didn't want, I don't, I don't want to, uh, okay. You know what I'm, you, got, you know what I, I, yeah, yeah. I didn't want to, I didn't want the second half of the game to happen. Yeah. I did not like that. I, didn't want to do it. You could have done. You you could have rearranged some things so that when that thing that happens two hours in actually happens like halfway into the game, and then don't do the whole thing. Yeah, there's other ways you could have still done this story, but had so that we wouldn't have the feeling of oh my god, are you kidding me? Now we got to do this. I don't know. Number yeah. four. <laughs> Last of Us Part 2. Okay. Um, my number three, Ghost. I am loving this game. I think it is just... And you weren't even going to play it. I'm so glad. No, I, I'm I so love happy. It. It's To me, it can get a little busy at times. It seems like there's a lot to do. But for the most part, I think it is so well paced like it doesn't it's a great open i'm guessing world. i'm about a third of the way through the yeah. game give or take and it feels about right i'm not like oh my god i'm only i've got to do everything i just did again and then again before i'm at the end i'm like that sounds about right and if i want to make it longer than that there's plenty of there's stuff plenty. out there to do i think it's paced perfectly i find myself way more invested in the story than i thought i would be because like you like i don't i've never had any interest in the whole like samurai you know whatever um but i get it i think it's i think it's so cool and i'm i also like that you're not just like a samurai there's this whole question of like you know I don't know, maybe not morality but like no, are is, you yeah. you know abiding by you know the samurai the code, code? Yeah. like people keep telling you like why are you doing this this is not honorable this is you know, you, you're a samurai blah, blah 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 i think that's a cool element um i think the combat's awesome i think i'm finally getting it i am able to switch between stances on the fly okay. i don't know if they did this on purpose or if it's just convenient in my mind but like X, default normal button, that's the stance you use against swords. Swords, whatever, but 
Circle. Oh, you're going to make this a lot easier for me now. Circle makes me think of a shield. That's what you use against people with shields. Triangle, point, like a spear. That's what you use against spear guys. Square, big block. That's what you use against the brutes. Like, hmm. And I don't know if they did that on purpose or if that's just my, what my brain has created as a way to make it make sense so I'm able to switch between I wouldn't be surprised think if about they it. did. That makes complete sense now that you um, But I'm able to do that a lot better now, and it makes a huge difference. When I had just the sword and shield one, I pretty much never left the sword. Yeah. But it makes a huge difference. And now I pretty much switch between them. Hmm. Unless I'm getting like triple teamed by like a sword yeah. guy, a shield guy, and a spear guy. Then I'm like, I'm going to try away. to just do what I can yeah. with this one stance. But like I switch between the stances as you should. Um, I, 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 I love the combat. I think even though I'm used to Demon Souls with R1 and R2, square and triangle, it's fine. It works. R2 being kind of like the action button felt weird. It did, but, but you I'm get, used to it. Yeah. Um, it felt it should have been triangle, but then like like I told you, I went up to mount my horse for the first time, and I was like, Ooh. "Well, when I went into Demon Souls to help you yesterday, I went to go talk to the guy to attune magic. I went up to him and hit R2, and he went, Kill. I'm like, oh god, no, I'm sorry. But he was just like, "What are you doing?" And he didn't, oh, didn't attack kill me or anything. Okay. He was like, "Oh, thank God." Um, <laughs> But I love it. I'm I'm digging the samurai, you know, vibe. Um, I really I like it a lot. Um, it wouldn't surprise me once I'm done with this game if I look back and say it probably could have been two or maybe even one. I don't know. Like when I first started playing it, it was at least below Phoenix. What was number five? Last of Us. I may have even had it below Last of Us originally. So it's already gone up two spots just in the last like week or so that I've had it and I've gotten more comfortable with it. Um, it makes me... I don't know that it makes me... What am I trying to say? Now that I'm kind of seeing all the samurai stuff, I know I'm probably like the last horse to cross the finish line, but like there's so many... like parallels to draw i think between like samurai and jedi and there's like so many it just like yeah you can tell that was kind of i mean and maybe it wasn't but it seems like it should be kind of the inspiration for just the whole jedi order are like samurai and they just they abide by this code and they they this weapon is like they it is part of them and all this stuff i just think it's so cool um and the ghost is the dark side Yeah, I mean that's that's true. I didn't even really think about that, but yeah, um, I'm really digging it. I, I don't know if by the end of the game I may start to be overwhelmed, especially if I end up trying to get the platinum, which I think I will. It seems like there's a lot to do in this. There's game. a lot, but if you like the gameplay that much, I don't think it'll feel overwhelming. Like I don't yeah, think when you're I'm just going and go... destroying all like the Mongol camps yeah. or whatever, none of it at all seems like overwhelming or repetitive or anything like that it's not gonna I've be run like out of them on my map. down in phoenix there's plenty of plate and then when i zoom out i think i've done like 16 of 23 or something like that holy crap but I've, so I, that's there's, why you there's got nothing all four, left on the map that's why you've got all four stances and i don't right yeah and so we got to uncover more of the fog and stuff or right it's story but it's like when you uncover it just seems like when you're walking it literally just uncovers the path where you've walked yeah and then when you do a camp or whatever you go to the map and it's like and yeah. all the fog in that general area goes away. So I've started just 
where there's a big area of fog. I'm like, well, I haven't been there yet. Sure enough, I go there and I find another camp. I defeat it. It uncovers that part of the map. So I'm gradually uncovering more and more of the map, but I'm loving this game a lot. I almost put it at two, but I left it at three. I wouldn't be surprised when all is said and done if I look back and say this could have been two or maybe one. That's shocking. But right now it's three. That's shocking knowing what your one and two are in yeah. some order. Yep. Well, my number three, you can probably guess what it is. Um, it's, I mean, it's one of two. <laughs> I'm absolutely shocked that okay. <laughs> that freaking Demon Souls is my number three game of the year. And this very easily could end up being my two or one once I get through it. I'm 14 hours in now. I am absolutely shocked at how much I like this. The the This game, first off, it does feel next-gen. Now, it feels next-gen, but this game obviously could have it could have run on a PS4. Yeah, it just wouldn't look as it good. It wouldn't look as good, and it wouldn't load as fast. But the the fact that, like, when I think back to when I was playing Bloodborne, and now I'm really hoping we do get a PS5 full yeah, remaster That would make me go back and play it as a, as a standby until Bloodborne 2, which we should get. We have to get. Um, I am in love with this game, and I never would have thought that. And it's I'm in love with it despite how I died five, six, seven, eight times at the Flame Lurker boss before Sean was finally like, no, dude, I had to call somebody to help me with that thing too. And I'm like, okay, well, if this guy platinumed it, then I don't feel bad saying, <laughs> Sean, help me. Um, and he helped me with another boss too. That was really just to do co-op. I could have beaten Fool's Idol, I think. Um, but I'm just like... So I'll go ahead and say it's my number two. Okay. So again, we can kind of... It, it just like... It, it's that mentality of I, I don't know how they strike this balance and i think part of it is the load times being so quick because mm-hmm. there's times like when i get hit like i was telling you when i was in that the tunnel thing and if the guy hits me with a pickaxe i'm like whatever i didn't need the souls that i already lost just just kill me i'll reload get my health back it's not worth you know do you eat my grass and whatever Let, just give it to me kill me okay let's go boom go you get that mentality of like Oh, but I could have, if I would have done this. And and while at first I didn't like the fact that there's no checkpoints like there are in Bloodborne, I kind of like it now because it forces you, you end up learning these levels so well as you go through them that you know where, you know, especially the, the first time you go through it, at least this is what I do. I go through it very slowly and I'm taking my time and I'm walking around with my shield up. If they're far away and I don't want to mess with them, I magic them or I get up and I hit them with my sword, whatever. And, but then as you go, you, you just some, you're, you remember how to get through the level, where the enemies are, what the enemies are, the best way to beat them. Do you even need to beat them or can you just run by them? And it's just like, it, it builds up until you finally get to that last fog that is the boss and you step through it for the first time. And it's just like, and especially if it's one with a cutscene, are they all going to have cutscenes now? No, some of them. Well, damn. some of them don't. Because Tower Knight did, Fool's Idol did, Flame Lurker did, the big friggin' scary ass dragon thing did. Yeah. What was the first one I fought? Oh, that was just that phalanx. <laughs> Stupid. It yeah. was just a blob. Um, but it's just such a cool, yeah. and it, it 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 gets you hooked. Like I could have done it. I almost got that i know what i should have done now or i i am just blown away by this game i don't know that i ever will beat it unless i you think just you co-op every boss with me but i'm i'm like no i can do this sean i could do this by myself i'm the big brother i, can do I think this from what you have left well if flame lurker was the worst doing what you need to do i think that's the worst boss um 
one, three is tough. You need to take your time and you're coming up to the point where you're going to have to do that sooner rather than later. Like I said, to be able to do what you got to do to get the magic to beat the three, two boss. Five, one and five, two, all of five, the bosses are easy. Um, but the levels, the levels are, are kind of frustrating. Okay. Same thing with four. The bosses are pretty easy, but the levels are kind of tough. Um, but I, I think Flame, Work, Flame Lurker was the toughest mainline boss. Um, he was insane. Yeah. Um, I think you'll beat the game. If... You will. That I will make sure you beat the game because I'll co-op with you as much as needed. I mean, I, I've played 14 hours of this, and I think it's already 14 hours more than I thought I was going to play. And it's so funny, like when I was first, when I was just in one one, trying to make with my little rapier, and I'm like, Ugh. like trying to make my way through there, and scared to death of everything. To how I feel now, yeah, that's what I'm. That's what I was trying so to say in the cool. beginning, where you can't let this game like psych you out you yeah. can't get two in your head and just be like oh my god there's an enemy uh, uh what do i do right which i was completely like, doing yeah you, you you're going to die it's part of it and that's one thing that's huge in this game is the load time like yeah this game is you're supposed to die that's and you could you can make the argument about any game like anytime you die it's a learning experience whatever but you they the creators know you are going to die and you're going to die often in this game it's expected so it's nice that when you die, you're literally right back in maybe two seconds later. Yep. When I've seen videos on YouTube of the PS3 version, it's like this long, maybe not Breath of the Wild load times, oh but God, a going long a load time every time you die. And I'm just, oh God. Well, like even even Bloodborne on PS4 had bad load times. Really bad. I'm tr- I was trying to think back to what it was like. It wasn't Breath of the Wild, but it was yeah. 30, 45 seconds. It was not two seconds. Yeah. Because it's just like you die. It says you died. You see the fog, and then you're there. And I'm just like, right. all right, let's go. Yep. You know, and I. One of the reasons I haven't just gone through and just plowed through Call of Duty. Sorry, Call of Duty. Maybe you would have made my top ten, but it's just because I'm having so much fun getting my ass kicked by this game. I yeah. absolutely love it, and I never. Even when I was like, I I put it on my Christmas, I was like, whatever. And then Jess got it for me. I was like, well, okay. And I just, that first time, especially when I was like sharing gameplay with you before my PSN crashed, I was just like, eh. like you said, just like, okay, is there a bad, is there a bad guy? Is he going to attack me? And then again, just having that rape. But when you told me about the Crescent Falchion, whatever. That like changes the game. It changes it so much because I can actually swing this weapon. It's decently powerful i i but and i know as i'm going through this and you help me like this is what you should think about if you probably want to be a magic build and these are the things you should focus on if you do this you get an extra magic slot blah 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 and and it's also the other thing is like i remember at the beginning of the game i would get killed and i had like 400 souls and i wouldn't get back there and i was like oh i quit i didn't get my 400 souls and now i'm like i lose two or three thousand whatever i'm like okay all right well now i know maybe i can get back there and get them but if not no big deal I know what I have to do. I know what I should have done. I should have taken it easier, done magic, whatever, blah, blah, blah. I, I absolutely love this game. I've talked about it enough. I know you've talked about it a lot. But I mean, I've been talking about it for yeah. a month and a half now. Um, I mean, everything you said, I, I, I don't really know that there's too much to add. The game is beautiful. It's a lot of fun. Um, I still, even though I've platinumed it, I enjoy going back and doing co-op with you. Like I'm, I'm right back in there and I don't feel like I've 
yeah, it's a lot of times like when I went back and platinum miles, I just had no interest in going back. And now that I've platinumed it, I'll probably never, literally never play the game again. I'm going to keep it installed just so that I make myself get to platinum. But then after that, I'm deleting it. I'll probably yeah. play it again. This game, I'm like, even though I've platinumed it, I still enjoy it. And I, you know, I still learn new things, new techniques and stuff whenever I play. Um, I don't know. It's It also makes me want to go back and play Bloodborne. I don't think I will, like... I may download it just to see if it looks any different now. I'm playing it on PS5. I'm not really expecting it to. It would be nice if they did some kind of patch, if not an actual like. There's all PS5 these rumors that, that it's getting a remaster, ver- a PS5 remaster version. And because I got it for free, I would have no problem paying seventy bucks for another Bloodborne, oh, yeah. just I, like I paid. Well, I didn't just. Bought, well, I mean, it's all. <laughs> just got it for <laughs> me, so the family paid for it. I, I have no problem buying Bloodborne to have a full PS5 version that look. I mean, that's a game from early 2015. That's an old game at this point. Yeah. So it could use a fresh coat of paint, better load times, and just give us that to tide us over until Bloodborne 2. Sorry, keep going. Yeah. Well, not to mention Elden, Elden Ring before that, I'm sure. Um, I don't know. I, I love this game. It's It was so close to being my game of the year. It's obvious what it is now, yeah. but I mean, this is... Very strong, too. But like I said, it may end up being number three when all said and done. Blue Point is also amazing. Yeah. And I do not know for the life of me why Sony has not just said, how much does it cost to purchase you? Like, you, you, you need to lock this company up. Yeah. Use them for in-house stuff. License Metal Gear from Konami. Along with whatever, like what what they did with Shadow of the Colossus and what they did with this, it's just it's amazing. And before that, I mean, just you know, they did the the port they they ported the Metal Gear Solid, you know, the HD collection, and they did the Nathan Drake collection and stuff too. Blue Point's awesome. <laughs> Demon Souls is amazing. Yep. All right, my number two. This was tough. This was a replay of 2017. <laughs> but I don't think I'm gonna regret. Oh, this is really weird. Whoa. I just realized <laughs> the connection with yeah. all this Breath of the Wild talk. Number two is Phoenix Rising. Um, I think it's the most fun I had playing a game this year. The difference, though, and I'll get to it when we get to number one, is this was just a really great, fun game. It had, like you brought up already, I don't know how much more we need to say because we've talked about it for a month now. The writing's exquisite. It's one of the funniest games I can remember. Probably, It's probably the funniest game since The Messenger, I would guess. Um, it, uh, the music, the combat in this is so much fun. It's the, the weapons don't break. You can use different weapons, and then you can customize them if you want it to look like something else. That's fine. Do that. Um, I, I love Greek mythology. I feel like I'm just going to repeat everything you said. So let me see what I wrote here. Um Okay, most fun I've had all year. Love the combat. Amazing writing. Greek mythology. <laughs> uh, Breath of the Wild 2 could learn a lot from this. Mm-hmm. Mostly because I liked... While I didn't go and do all the vaults in this, like I didn't do all the shrines in Breath of the Wild, I really liked... There was a couple that I tried, and I was like, I can't figure this out. It's so It was like three-star difficulty, yeah, and it was some just of them traps. And I was like, I, I, I can't do this. Um, but I did love... 
I liked the boss vaults in this better than I liked the, um, the boss vaults. Boss vaults. Boss vaults better than I liked the divine beast dungeons. I like the dungeons in this better than the dungeons in Breath of the Wild. Hmm. That's a toss. Uh, I think I did too, actually. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't mind grinding for the platinum. The only thing I didn't like was just because like the navigation challenges, those were easy. The, the, the things, the, the bow challenges were easy. The constellations. Once I figured out what the heck you were supposed to like, you had to get, why are all these balls showing up on the map? So the funny thing is I did probably, do you remember how many of those there were? The constellation thing? Seven? It feels like there was... No, no it was double was like digits. 13, I think it was like 13. I bet I had, I had done at least seven or eight. But yeah, probably seven or eight. I don't know how I missed it. Oh, I missed it until I was looking for the final one. No, no, no. I did probably seven or eight of them. Uh, somehow, without realizing, they show the balls on your... How did you do that? Well, that's How why, you that's why I was telling you I didn't like them. I'm like, I know they can't be too far away. I'm like, well, I guess I haven't gone in that direction. Let me go off that way and see if there's anything that looks suspicious. Something that unlocked it. That's crazy. I, I don't think they're probably there the whole time. But once I saw that, I'm like, oh my God, this makes it so much easier. Yes. And after that, they were a breeze. But that was why I really hated those consolation things in the beginning. Okay. But yeah, that's, that's on me. That's, I don't know how I missed it, but yeah. I, I love the game. It's like I said, the most fun I've had this year. Um, I had to write down DLC cause you brought it up. I never get DLC. Like I got the, the DLC. I did the frozen wilds. I love horizon zero. Dawn. I got the frozen wilds. I played it for an hour. Didn't go back. I got the DLC for breath of the wild played it for an hour. Didn't go back. Like, but this is one of those that, especially cause one of them is set in a whole like different parallel universe in like Chinese mythology, I think, or something. And there's three of them. I, I think I'm going to play the DLCs on this. It was just yeah. so much fun. I hate that it hasn't sold. Every time I see Wario say it's like 30 bucks on Amazon, I'm like, God, we're never going to get another one of these. Yeah. You know, but it's it's my number two game of the year. It's it's just funny how in 2017, Breath of the Wild was my number one. I regretted it, and it should have been number two. And now Greek Breath of the Wild is my number two. So you wouldn't say that Phoenix is Phoenix? <laughs> doesn't work as much <laughs> as Zelda is Belder. Zelda is Belder. I can't even talk. Um, okay. Number one. So obviously we agree. Is this, is the, this the first the time? First? <laughs> we should have agreed last year. It is what it is. So before we get into it, it's oh, obvious yeah, what it is. 2018, I was God of War, you were Spider-Man. Spider-Man. 27, oh, 2017, we oh, agreed. Yeah, yeah. Zelda was Belder. Yeah. Um, 2016, I had Uncharted 4, you had Final Fantasy 15. Bruh. Yeah. We were way because <laughs> you didn't play Uncharted and I didn't play Final Fantasy. Um, before I get into it, I will say I do think, and I think you just basically said the same thing. I think I had more fun playing Phoenix than any other game this year. I think Demon Souls was maybe the most like satisfying gratifying yeah. i don't know but in the end number one for both of us final fantasy 7 i think was just the overall best experience i don't i honestly i think looking back i can't remember maybe i'm just remembering it 
poorly. I'm trying to think of how much I really liked the combat. I feel like when I played it, I liked it. But now when I look back and I'm like, did I really like it? I it was definitely better it. than Final Fantasy 15. Okay. Um, I think I wish it was a little bit more like 12. But with the I, sphere or whatever. With the uh with the the gambits Gambit, and stuff. That's what it's okay, yeah. But it was fine. I think the big thing like the gameplay was definitely fun. It was pretty it was not the most beautiful PS4 game, but the maybe art style second, was like, beautiful. Yeah. Um they obviously aren't going for like photorealism, but still it was just it was just beautiful. There's something that just the fact that we actually got this game. <laughs> there's there's like just this intangible to it that I think is what really puts it over the top. Despite the fact that it's not really a full game. There was enough content to make this I'm not saying we were shortchanged. It just feels incomplete because this is just the beginning of the story. Um, despite that, it was just so cool seeing Midgar in, in a in a different light. And I thought it was so cool because it was com- pretty much completely absent from the original, the part where you're up at the top, but like underneath the, you know, top part of the city and you can look down and just see like for miles and miles just the sprawling like underground not underground but you know below the plates and uh, it was just i just love the story of this game or you know the original whatever um the gameplay was good enough but again i think it really just comes down to more just kind of the the intangibles of just like I can't believe we freaking got a Final Fantasy VII remake, something that has been talked about and teased for I don't know ten years or so, like since the PS3 came out. Yeah, since the tech demo for um, so over ten years. I mean, well, probably twelve, thirteen years ago. I don't know when the PS3 came out, but like, was it oh eight, oh seven, or oh eight? I got mine in oh eight. Came out in oh six. Really. Oh, so I got it two years after the fact. So, yeah, you got yours when Metal Gear came out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I just can't believe we actually got the game. And for no other reason than that, I hope, (laughs) I hope Bluepoint or whoever comes through and gives you whatever Metal Gear Solid remake you want. Like, because it's just such a, like, you you'll feel the same way yeah. like you'll feel this like i can't believe this is actually happening and even if the game doesn't end up being perfect it's still just going to be like i can't believe this actually happened it's the the funny thing for me is i don't even have the connection to final fantasy 7 so i don't know if that's better for me going into this and my thoughts on it or worse but i don't even have the connection and i still say this is easily my game of the year. Well, the thing that's interesting about that and a lot of this, I'm just, I'm guessing here, but like it's cool not having, I mean, you know, the general story, you know, the big parts. If they do what I think they're doing in this game, which is not literally just remaking seven, they're being very like meta about it. And 
I mean, nothing is confirmed. I don't even know for sure that we're getting a part two. We they have said to, they're working but like, on it. They, they said they're, N- Nomura said he's working on it. Okay. If they do what I think they're doing here, that will be one of the coolest things I think has, that has ever been done in the world of video game, or at least I never storytelling. Thought, I never thought that that's what this was going to be. Never thought anybody would do a remake like this. And not just like, change some stuff but like you said the whole meta thing and everything like i I guess at the end of the day what it comes down to me like i said immortals was my favorite not my favorite the most fun i had playing a game but at the end of the day when i kept going back and forth between this at one or that at one i was like yes it's the most fun i played but final fantasy 7 remake to me is special Mm -hmm. and that's the one word that kept coming out to me is that this game was special and that's why I put it my number one. The soundtrack, the characters that I've heard so much about, actually being interact, being able to interact with them. Um, I I love Aerith is like the sweetest thing you've ever seen, which just makes. But now I don't think it's gonna happen. Tifa's a badass. Barrett, I love. Like some people have said, they thought it was very stereotypical the the way they did his character and everything. I was like. I didn't. I loved Barrett. I thought he was hilarious. (laughs) Like I love Barrett, and and like and uh, 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 Biggs and Wedge and what what was the guy from um, Badger? Was it Bad? No, Badger. Yeah, it was Badger. Not yeah. I was thinking Badger, Skinny Pete. Badger's in the game. Not Badger's in the game. Badger (laughs) plays the character. Like the combat, I love. Like I don't want to ever play a turn-based game it's just not gonna happen i've tried final fantasy 7 twice and even playing it on ps4 with the speeding it up and everything i'm just like i can't do this i don't know how to do this i don't want to do this i love this i love how they took it and they made a not even turn-based but a a battle system that someone like me would love because you can go up there and you can switch characters and you can but you build up your gauge and then you can slow time down you can say okay i want to do this and now i can switch over to bear because he got his gauge up and he's going to do the and it's like i love the battle system i thought it was so cool that the freaking soundtrack in this game soundtrack is when i heard one winged angel i was like i don't even know well between that and like Aerith's theme yes like and just and the first when you time first I booted it up, her, like yes. when you fall through the church and like, yeah. oh God. Well, not even that. When you meet her in the street and she's the flower girl and yeah. stuff, I was like, well, I recognize. I don't even know this game, but like, I know this scene. And it's like, to me, maybe because I didn't have the connection playing. Uh, all I really know from the first one is I know eventually Cloud wins and he beats Sephiroth. And I know what happens to a certain character. <laughs> Whatever. I know Aerith dies. Come on. It's 23 years. <laughs> I guess because of that, this felt like this did feel to me like a full game and a full story. But this did this was like we've said this a lot now. It did definitely leave me wanting more. Like I want part two now. But I also like if I gotta wait two years or whatever for them to actually get it right and nail what they're it's trying gonna be to completely do. different from this game. Yeah. It's gonna be like similar, but even more so than going from asylum to city yeah because you're just like in midgar and now you're just midgar is like a blip on the map but see i wonder if they're even gonna do that now i don't know 
And I, like, I don't know what. And it's... that's why I love the ending to this, and I love the the final boss fight. Some people were saying they shouldn't have put him in this game, but it's like you needed you the, had to the boss in the original. Oh no, this is the this highway one too. chase thing. Yeah, it's the little robot thing that you yeah. fight. Like you that can't been very you can't end this epic of a game on that fight. Yeah. So I'm I'm totally fine with it, and nothing was resolved. You just get like a taste of it, and then. Yeah, I love how they did that. And I love all the things, like, for, for people like you, that when you see these visions of stuff of, like, the materia falling and all this, and it's like, oh, God, is this going to happen? And there's there's optional stuff. I did think it dragged at a couple parts where you're, like, you're having to walk or you're going, like, along the thing with Aerith when you're, like, I think after you escape the church or something and you're you're going along the, the thing and you're down this ladder and then over here. But I'm like, this but game was, was bloated for me to get to know Aerith. So I didn't yeah. I didn't mind it. There was a lot of stuff, especially near the end of this game, that I was just like Okay, I don't really like I feel like I need to do I know I don't need to do this, but I feel like I need to do this. Because yeah. I got this game. I'm not gonna not do it. But like some of the optional like side quests near the end, I was like Alright, I'm come on. I'm I'm ready to just go ahead and get to the end. Yeah. But it was all optional. You didn't have to do it. So I don't I don't consider this game bloated in the same way that Last of Us Two was. No. Where it was all mandatory stuff. Yeah. Like it felt too long. Yeah. This game didn't feel too long. Yeah. There's some stuff that if I play through it again, and I'm sure I will someday, I'm not gonna mess with the second time. But there's new game plus, right? Or is there not? There's the chapter select. So now you can just go anywhere in the That's game, true. but I can't remember if it's... I'm trying to think if I could actually just... If I would literally just have to start over or if there was a new game plus. Because I do want to play through it again at some point. I think you might have to start over. Yeah. Either way. I mean, I, I'm totally fine with it. But yeah, at the end of the day, it's a, it's a special game. And it's... I, I knew from a, a few hours in that I was like, this is special and this is probably going to be my game of the year and it it is it's just it was a hell of a ride i loved pretty much every second of it um and i cannot wait to see what they do with this story or whatever this story is going forward and the fact that freaking crisis court my dumb nerdy ass is like who is that why does that guy look like that crisis core i've heard of this before oh that was good kev i didn't even mean to do that like I've heard of this, but I don't even know who that guy was. And I'm like reading all this nerdy shit and watching boop bleep, watching all these watching all these YouTube videos and stuff, explaining the ending and explaining the connections to the other games and what they think is going to happen with the espers and blah 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 blah. It was just, it was fantastic, and it's it's it depends. You can call an RPG whatever you want to call an RPG, but this is probably the best RPG I've ever played. Because it was, it just feels like it was made for me with the battle system and everything. Like it's, I, I don't consider like Horizon an RPG, no, or God of War an RPG, or Zelda an RPG, or Demon Souls, or Demon Souls an RPG. It is. You all, level up, you can level up different yeah. attributes, whatever. But get new weapons, different and classes. Yeah. Yeah. But this I, is, I, I don't consider it an RPG. This game's just, it's phenomenal. So if 2020 wasn't weird enough, your top two games are Final Fantasy and Demon Souls. No, Phoenix Rising. Oh, that's true. Demons was three, but still, two of your top. A three. Final Fantasy game was my game of the year. <laughs> I mean, that alone is weird that enough. that speaks for itself. Um, so that's it. Those were our top ten games of the year. 
that was a lot of fun. That was a long episode. Thank you guys so much for being here. As always, like the video, subscribe, share it with your friends, family, and everybody in between as well. Check out nerd901.com, all that other good stuff. Maybe next week we'll actually have some news to talk about. Uh, but if not, come on back anyways. We'll figure out something to do. We'll just yell about The Last of Us or something. <laughs> but until that time, Sean, go ahead and take us out. Thank you for playing. <laughs>